0: Hello and welcome to the Triple Name Sports Show. On on with us right now is the first guest of the day, Mr. Richard Buck, and he is one of the co-creators of the Shaker Cup Koozie. How are you doing today, Mr. Buck?
1: Doing great, well, thanks.
0: No problem. Uh, so, for the folks at home that, you know, might not know what this is, you care to tell us what, what exactly a Shaker Cup Koozie is?
2: Yeah, I'd be glad to. Um, a Shaker Cup Koozie is um, it's kind of self-explanatory, <laughs> Um Basically, for any fitness enthusiast or health uh, uh, enthusiast out there who uh, may have seen the protein uh, powder commercials or has seen the blender bottles that you put protein powder or fitness some type of fitness drink in, and you know you put water in it and you shake it to mix it up. Um, basically, we designed a koozie uh, for those products. Um, the thing about those is a lot of people will guzzle the products, um, and um, because they taste better cold, and mm-hmm. the, the blender bottle, the shaker cups, and blender bottles just don't seem to uh, keep them cold. So our our product is uh, is basically a
0: foam insulator for those things. Okay, and you guys also, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, you guys also have like a red solo cup or a party cup koozie as well, correct? Okay. That was a, a
2: fortunate stroke of uh, just, uh, uh, I guess, happenstance. Basically, there's two main sizes for the, for the shaker cups and the blender bottles, a, a, a full size and a half size. And we uh, uh, designed products to fit both those. It just so happens that um, the half size shaker cup jersey fits basically any red solo cup, uh, hefty cup, Plastic party cup, plastic tumbler, anything that has a tapered design, pretty much fits in these things. And that's what's uh, cool about our product. Um, we have a patent pending V paper design um, that basically conforms to that shape of type of cup, uh, keeps it stable,
0: keeps it from being crushed, keeps it from being knocked over, and keeps it cold. That was going to be my next question. Was you know, there everybody's seen you know those. Those real, you know, inexpensive gas station koozies. I was going to ask you what set that apart, but you already answered that with the patent-pending pa- uh, tapered design. Um, so it's for it's for anybody really much. It's for you know the if you want to go to the gym or it's for you know the the like you said any cup at all. If you don't mind us asking, where did you guys g- come up with the idea for this, or how did this idea let's come get, to fruition? That's a great question. Let's, let's get to that. But I, I'll, I'll actually add one more thing to to
2: your prior question that we kind of skipped over, I kind of answered it, but I'd like to add one more thing to that. Okay. Um, I've had plenty of 50 dollar twosies from water gas stations. Um, you know, they usually have a picture painted on them. They usually neoprene, maybe they have a zipper, maybe they're some type of flimsy foam. I've never lost any sleep about throwing one away or losing one or anything like that but, but our koozie is a substantial product. It actually is cool, it looks cool, it feels substantial, it's not something you want to throw away, it's not something you want to lose, it's, um, it's definitely a different kind of product and um, the word koozie uh, doesn't really do it justice although there's really no other word to describe it so um, that's what we're going with. Um, but, back to back to the question you just asked me how do we come up with the product um, my partner Rick Mallory and I were on a fishing trip down in chica San Lucas and both of us are fitness and party enthusiasts um, Rick lean, we both do both Rick may lean a little bit more to the fitness side I may lean a little bit more to the party side uh, but nevertheless we were down there and um we had some drinks in the shaker cups they're stable they don't leak they don't break um, but it was hot out there mm-hmm. and um, the condensation was coming off and we had to drink some fast because, was hot and, you know they were going to get hot so uh, one day I um, I said we need a shaker cup koozie I just said it out of the blue and um, basically I went and got some ice and went on about my business, and the next day, um, Rick is on his computer, and he calls he me Buck, my last name Buck, he said, Buck, there's no such thing as a secret cup, too. we need to look into this. <laughs> so, basically, I give him uh, a lot of the credit. He actually took an idea, and uh, really uh, took hold of it, and, uh, and really put some energy and some list behind it. Actually made prototypes in his garage, just turned mad scientist Almost the next thing you know he's holding one of these things in his hand um and
0: uh and we just continued on that's that's really interesting um it, and it, you know it's almost like you guys made this out of a necessity um how long can can a drink stay cold in in your all's um, shaker cup koozie well that's a great question and i just um exactly but let me just give you the answer is long enough okay um, and I know that's very general but I'll give you a specific example from this morning okay
2: um, my intent when I left the house about eight thirty this morning was to go to the gym around lunchtime I fixed up a fitness drink to drink while I was doing my workout um, put some ice in it put it in the qsie threw it in my gym bag threw it in the back of my car Okay, um, basically as life tends to do, things got uh, a little complicated, didn't work out like we uh, had planned, I never got to go to the gym, I just got home, I packed my gym bag, took a drink of it, and there's
0: still ice in it. What is it, about 3 o'clock? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Wow, it's that's... Six hour time period. Um,
2: and, uh, you know, there's still life in it, so... My answer
0: really
2: is long enough. I mean, we never really tested it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and
0: we actually have plans to do that just so we can answer that question a little bit more specifically. But yeah, I mean, that is, you're right, that's exactly the uh, long enough. I don't think you need to be holding onto to a, a drink for longer than six hours without without no, drinking it. Not at all. Um, You know, one last, uh, one last question before we let you go is uh, what's on the horizon for Sugar Cup Koozie fans? Yeah, we're excited. Um, we
2: just had a grand opening uh, April 4th, so less than a month ago. Um, we had a great showing at, a, at a, a major bodybuilding event down in Jacksonville, Florida. We got to meet some of the top uh, bodybuilding uh, competitors in the world and uh, got to talk about our Um We're really excited about the party cut too the aspect of this, um, it's for everybody whether you're going to go to a Sunday school picnic and you, need, you want to keep your, your drink in your red solo cup cold or you're at a frat party and um, you want to look cool while you're drinking your beer. I mean, it's it's basically for everybody. My mom ordered four. <clears throat> she lives on a lake and has a pontoon boat, and her problem is if, if all the cup holders in the boat are taken and people still need to set their drinks down, as the waves go by or another boat goes by, um, the wick can tip over the drink, you know, which is not a good thing. Uh, this eliminates that problem. So, you know, we're just excited about um, the opportunity to present our product and, and see who likes it, and hopefully a lot of people will like it.
0: Very nice. Um, also, how can how can folks um, find more information about, about your all's product?
2: Excellent question. Um, basically, um, you can check out our website. It's Uh just like it's found, S-H-A-K-E-R-C-U-P-K-O-O-D-I-E.com. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook. We're at ShakerCupKoozie on Instagram and Twitter, and so we're pretty easy to find. Um, and you can also email us if you have any direct questions, info at ShakerCupKoozie.com.
3: All
0: right, well, thank you, Mr. Buck, for coming on Triple Name Sports Show. And we look forward to, uh, to testing out one of these Shaker Cup koozies in the not too distant future. Summertime is right around the corner. That's right, man. Thanks a lot. All right, and moving right along now, we are now getting way into everyone's, uh, everyone's favorite segment, uh, especially if you're in Canada. I know you guys are huge on your NASCAR up in Canada, and, and the United Kingdom has been following us lately, too. So, way to go, all you. Um,
4: my my homeland. My, my homeland, homeland has been, yeah. My homeland has been following us.
0: Um, but yeah, we're gonna get right into the uh, NASCAR talk with none other than LFA Loco. So take it away, Mister LFA Loco.
4: I like your uh, your seductive intro. That was <laughs> smoothing
0: things in for for the uh, for the NASCAR talk. Just oh yeah, Mister <laughs> Seductive. Oh yeah.
4: Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah we. Uh, don't don't ask what is happening right now. Actually, it
0: probably would be better if we said what was happening instead of me just sitting here going, oh, yeah. Um, Mr. Scotty White just walked by the studio. Macarena. He's about to come in here. Macarena,
4: Macarena, Macarena.
0: For his favorite segment. <laughs> is it time for <laughs> NASCAR? You, you just caught it. You just caught it. Just in the nick of time, NASCAR Woo-hoo. Talk with El Jefe Loco. Did, did, did I miss the Nights thing? No. Oh, not. good. All right. You did yeah. not. All right. Sorry. Yeah,
4: actually, actually, I've been waiting to talk to you about yeah, that. It's a, sorry,
5: I, uh, sorry. Hi, everyone. I'm Scotty from the Mopcast Network. Uh, you've heard of me on shows such as the Weekly Mopcast. It's Rebellion, of Star Wars pod, Mobcast. Mopcast, <laughs> and other things. Sorry. I, I've been trying to get here all show, and it's just like people kept running in and like, hey, Scotty, I need to talk to you, or hey, Scotty, and I'm long-winded, so i just like, like, leave me alone. I got places to go. I got people to see, man. More important people. I, I, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, too. LA. <laughs> all right. <laughs>
4: all right. Now all that all that is over with, we are going to go straight into the NASCAR talk. Yeah. They're going left. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, brace
5: yourself—they're going left again.
4: <laughs> I had a few weeks we get to go right.
0: <laughs> it's really shaking things up. Oh yeah, right. yeah, are there more crashes on the track? Which track? On the, 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 right. they
5: go, the one they go the right track. No,
0: actually, you would think so because they're like, why am I going? <laughs> What's my body doing? <laughs> is- uh, yeah,
4: right. even when they're even when they're driving to the uh, the track, the store still going left. Their wives have to drive them. <laughs> <laughs>
5: And now you've lost a lot of listeners. <laughs>
4: no, I'm a NASCAR fan, so I've I've heard all the jokes and everything. I've just lived with it. I've lived with it my entire life.
5: You lived with your NASCAR shame. <laughs> There's
4: no shame in NASCAR, hey, and man. I love you, Canada. Anyway, yeah, you're good. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, you don't this look
5: like
4: like I am. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I learned this from you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> This week, how to feel about it. <laughs> this week we are at Talladega Speedway in none other than Talladega, Alabama.
5: Yes, Alabama, my home state. Go Talladega!
4: <laughs> yeah, we got a we got a local Alabama.
5: <laughs> no, we're <laughs> Alabamians. Alabamians.
4: <laughs> yeah. Roll time. Roll. <laughs> we are looking at the biggest track in nascar coming in at a whopping 2.66 miles long or 4.28 kilometers for all of our international listeners yeah <laughs> yeah for, our, for, for our russia
5: ant- russia kilometers <laughs>
4: yeah for our international listeners you know canada the uk thailand thailand russia Philippines. All right. if y'all all want you guys yeah you know what y'all watch on nascar and for you mathematicians out there, that is two and two-half miles. Trust, sorry, I did not get in kilometers. I was writing this up too quick. The driver to win most in this particular race is none other than whom Larry McReynolds refers to as Big Daddy Jeff Gordon, with four wins in the Spring Talladega race. So it's
0: about time for him to get off get off the horse and, I, and get I, a victory. I am getting to this. Come oh. on, oh, Tony Stewart.
4: <laughs> the most wins overall at this track is with none other than the Intimidator Dell Sr. with a whopping ten wins. Because right. Alabama, three. yeah, because Alabama forever is, my heart. Forever it, forever yeah. My heart. yeah, Alabama is Earnhardt country.
5: That's true.
4: Ten drivers have won their first win at you this know, track. In
5: fact, it's Jesus then Dale, <laughs> <laughs> <And>
0: Bear Bryant. <laughs> yes, Bear
4: no, Bryant. I, no, I, I don't know. Bear Bryant might be up there. I think. I think he's you tied. Think with, a, you think
0: I, he's higher than I, Jesus? Yo,
4: no, I think he's tied <laughs> with Earnhardt.
5: If, if Nick Saban wins one more, then then Bears probably move down the step.
4: Yeah, maybe.
5: You know, after Nick won his first one, they they erected a statue. <laughs> that's, that's high. That's setting you up pretty high. Yeah, I mean, but he, 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 yeah, I mean he's done it. Nick is delivered. Just saying.
4: Yeah, fellow West Virginian. Yep, Nick yeah. Saban out there. Anyway, the connections. <laughs> the most wins overall.
5: Six degrees from Kevin and Nick. Sorry, six degrees from Nick Saban. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Uh, Ten drivers have won their first win at this track, and some of them, it's been their only win. Dale Jr. is the only driver to win four consecutive races at this uh, track. And this track is particularly a tri-oval and one of the only restrictor plate, one of only two restrictor plate tracks. And if anybody is wondering out there that is listening to this and has never watched NASCAR or anything and heard. What's a restrictor plate? What is a restrictor plate? That was my question. (laughs) What is a restrictor plate? A restrictor plate is a, a plate that has holes in it. All right, they put it on. You really th-
5: can't really hold food on that. <laughs> no, no. I mean, you, through, my, like spaghetti is yeah, out. <laughs> you, can, you
4: can't. You can't cook your your morning eggs on your engine in the morning. <laughs> but you know, you have to. You got to put it over the uh, uh, over the engine, and it restricts airflow through the engine, therefore bringing the RPMs and the speed down. Because all, all this started after Bill Elliott recorded the fastest time, the fastest speed in any stock car at 212 miles an hour at Talladega. Rock on. So. That is what a restrictor plate is. All it is is a big plate that goes on the engine that restricts air to the engine and slows it down. Uh, Bill Elliott raced the fastest speed ever recorded in the track, like what I said. 212 miles an hour or 342 kilometers per hour. And uh, one thing that we got to watch for, as any Talladega race, and you would know this because you're local. Sure. Yeah.
5: Yeah. You know, they pump it directly into our
4: brains. Yeah. It's <laughs> just, just common knowledge. It's, right, it's right, just, right. just Earnhardt, Bear Bryant, Jesus. Right. It's uh, not a – Well, that's uh, of Bama. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah, that's pretty much. Um, the, um, it's, it's the infamous big one, and if anybody out there is wondering what the big one is, it's basically um, – one thing about these restrictive plate tracks is they like to go they, – they bump and they draft off of each other, so they're in like a giant pack. That's like three or four they're cars, like wild,
5: crazy animals, but with wheels.
4: Yeah, there's they're like three or four cars wide, and you know one false move is going to just tear all of these beautiful cars up, and it happens every race. Everybody knows it. So you like Rex? This is your this is your this, race. this is your track. All right. Um, one per- the person I predict to win this race is none other than Jeff Gordon.
0: You, but that's. I mean, you really haven't picked him to win all, and he hasn't won yet.
4: No, so I have a good reason why I'm picking Jeff Gordon. Because um, you love him. Well, yes, I love Jeff Gordon. You are a
5: Jeff Gordon fan.
4: Though. I am a Jeff Gordon fan. You well, and I'm Coach positive. Poor. Yeah, it, it, we're we're Jeff Gordon brothers. But um, no, he, he's he's Rolling actually fans he,
5: watching the race. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, man. Rubbing <laughs> your car.
1: <laughs>
4: yeah. Just wrap up my little toy car that I carry around with me for good see, luck. See,
5: I thought you made it way creepy. <laughs> no, actually,
4: ha, ha, have you heard about that? <laughs> the, no, no, the, the little car that I carry around. Y- yes. Yes. Okay. They, I'm I, not.
5: I don't, I, I don't judge anyone. I carry a doll around. I don't. <laughs> I don't carry. I don't. Y'all see? Well, yeah, Mob well. has a Facebook page. Does your car have a Facebook page?
4: My car don't need a Facebook page.
5: Yes, it does. Everyone needs a Facebook page. <laughs> Jesus Del Earnhardt and... Bear, Bear Bryant, Bryant. Have, have
4: a Facebook page, <laughs> but uh, no. The reason why I'm picking Jeff Gordon for this race is uh, basically from his uh, recent success in the past few weeks. Of uh, you know his not wrecking, yeah, not wrecking, and uh, basically he basically he's been on a roll the past few weeks. All right, um,
0: and it is in Alabama, so they always like yo roll Tide. So
4: and they and they hate Jeff Gordon. They
0: hate Jeff Gordon. They in hate, Alabama. They hate Jeff Gordon.
4: We do. We do. Yeah, they do. I'm, I'm every race I've watched. We tried
5: not to let him into the state. <laughs>
4: Yeah, but Get <laughs> he out knows of what here. he did. He
5: knows what he did. <laughs> he did.
4: They, every time he wins a race, it's just trash thrown from the stands. Not nice. every time in Alabama, but we just we just we roll on. We roll on. And yes, I'm using it. No, no, we roll on. Roll, tie, roll. We 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 roll on on our wheels, our Goodyear tires. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, well, next week we will be at for a night race at Kansas Speedway. So they get it back out west, yeah, heading heading back well to Midwest. Well, yeah, yeah, the Midwest. So you know, west from
5: us. Uh, so on top yeah. is, is Tony racing?
4: Uh, yeah, I'm am going with Tony. Mm-hmm. You're going with Tony
5: yeah, because my mom, my mom, even after the tragedy, my mom is a diehard Tony Stewart fan. I
4: would, I, I, I've, mm-hmm. I've also I I've felt bad for Tony. I did too. <laughs> I, 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 don't think he deserved any of that. I don't no. think so either. It just
5: no. you know, stupid things happen, and you know, it is what it is. And I think Tony Stewart's going to beat Jeff Gordon. Just saying. We'll bring it. <laughs> I bra- it's brought. It's <laughs> <laughs> it is on the table. Why are we both lose. It's gonna be like
0: big old big pile. Dick Trickle's moving. gonna yeah. win
4: this one. <laughs> yeah, Dick Trickle. Dick Trickle's gonna come back from the dead, and he's gonna win this. Dick Trickle's trip. dead. Yes, Dick Trickle is dead. I did not honestly know that. I'm sorry to the Dick Trickle <laughs> family.
5: I'm a. i am about to not know. Uh, yeah,
4: you know, it's, he's sorry.
5: So in so a
0: recap, he we, did not. So in a recap, oh, poor Dick Trickle, oh. I'm so sorry. In a recap, uh, we learned about the Alabama Holy Trinity. <laughs> we uh, El Jefe Loco dropped some knowledge on the restrictor plate, and Scotty learned about Dr- Dick Trickle. And uh, I'm horrified. I didn't know.
4: <laughs> Aaron, is keeping notes.
0: So yeah, I'm, so, I'm, wait, I'm set set up was, here just recording. Was he
4: like like I didn't win? And so no. 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 Oh, okay. He, he was he was uh, experiencing real bad chronic pain. Oh, poor guy. Man. Yeah. He. God, this gets sadder and sadder.
5: <laughs> you know, you figured like well, I just
4: got it with a NASCAR
5: boom, off a cliff or something. Well, at least
4: at least showing some of the people that still use the clip from Dell Senior is like, well, it took me twenty years to win a Dell the Daytona five hundred, but at least my name <laughs> ain't Dick Trickle. <laughs>
0: oh wow! 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 <laughs>
4: People still use that clip. I'm like,
3: man.
0: Oh, I wish
5: thinking guy died of AIDS in the eighty.
0: Um, I
4: watched uh, the thirty for thirty. Uh, tra- tra- Tim Richmond.
5: Tim Richmond. Who? That, have you seen the thirty for thirty? Yes, I've watched it. That thirty for thirty is all. I love ESPN thirty for thirty.
4: I got my brother hooked on thirty for thirty. We've my, talked about thirty my, for thirty.
5: It is my jam. It is my jam.
4: Yeah, I got him to watch uh, the Boz the other night. Oh
5: yeah, that guy's crazy. Oh yeah. That guy's crazy.
4: Yeah, <laughs> first, but yeah, the first first thirty thirty I watched on Netflix was uh the the NASCAR one. The NASCAR one. Um. Yep.
5: I can't remember what the first one I watched. Uh, yeah, my favorite one though is the one about um the OJ Simpson.
4: I I haven't got to see that.
5: The, it's the the day OJ did the whole you know they did the slow um slow chase. The, yeah, the slow chase in the white Bronco. Apparently that was like the day of sports because there was a. There's a big thing in the base in baseball. If not, uh, there was a uh, championship in basketball. There was uh, a thing in soccer. A thing in golf. It was like everything happened on this one day. And then the football thing is O.J. You know, running away from the cops. I mean, it was huge. It's like you weren't a lot. Were you alive then? No, no. I was gonna say I don't we're, think we're no. you were alive. Ninety-five. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm born ninety-five. Yeah, this was ninety-four. Four? Yeah, you know, 94. The, the trial was ninety-five. Yeah, it was, I was the time before Jeff. No. The time of Judge Ito.
4: Then, then, then you and know, march the march Clark. came around, and
5: out popped that game. <laughs> um, O.J. Simpson. <laughs> I
0: can't do that. There he
4: goes. O.J. Simpson. O.J. Simpson is Anderson. And
0: then, <laughs> moving right along, now we are going to take it into the West Virginia State University news and notes section of this show.
5: I like how uh, I like how the organized this show is. <laughs> Have you seen the rest of the shows of the network? No one is organized as you guys. They've got papers and notes and stuff. I,
0: when me and Aaron do the show in the mornings, we're just like sup. Yeah, it's just, much just, just talking and. I mean, sometimes we talk. We have certain things we want to cover. We usually cover our weekends, so yeah, that's one thing.
4: So how, how's your week been, Scotty?
0: Um, will yeah. I put you on the you're spot. You're pretty much mailing it in though, because you're you're done.
5: I'm done. I I um. Why well, I know your sports listeners probably won't care, but I have, I have just finished my penultimate paper. As an undergraduate. Nice. So I have one more paper to write, and then I'm done with my undergraduate papers. So I did mine for our, our, did you do your math paper? Yep. So me and El Jefe have uh, the same math professor, but we are not in the same math class. And this is not sports, but whatever. (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, it's my network. (laughs) Uh, Yeah,
4: uh, the people who listen to this, like, after about five minutes, what what did you say before about about math professor? Dick Trickles. (laughs) So anyway, um,
5: so uh, so in math they made us write a paper on a a math, person, math mathematician a mathematician or a um, what was it uh, a uh, a num- number system stuff that we don't understand. Yeah. You got like that that glassy eyed feeling you're feeling right now listening to this. That's how we are in class.
4: And so who'd you do yours on? Archimedes.
5: Wow, you went old school, like like. Honestly, honestly I, the, like, I invented
4: math. Honestly, this is what happened, and I hope to God Dr. Upali is not listening to this. <laughs> but <laughs> I was sitting there in the morning.
5: I'm going to totally be like, you need to listen to this podcast. <laughs> but I, I love you, Upali. Upali's cool. I do like
4: Yeah, Dr. yeah, I really K. do. I, I, um, we, we joke around a lot in class. The, the
5: cool thing about Dr. K, he's a little dude from Sri Lanka. He's a young dude from Sri, Sri Lanka. Loves math. His hobbies is, though, is building a dune buggy. and Cycling. Yeah, you bicycle all because that's the Sri Lankan thing, but uh, he, he's building a dune buggy in West Virginia in a place that has no dunes. <laughs> Maybe he's going to go with Mad Max stuff. Just <laughs> while probably wait for the apocalypse. He's like, "I'll be ready <laughs> Or the apocalypse. Look at that what I did there. Look at the Dick Trickle. So, <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, I'd mine on um, Benoit Mendelbrot. Oh. Like you knew who that was. Oh (laughs) yes, a (laughs) choice,
0: strong choice.
5: Of course, (laughs) young friend. (laughs) (laughs) And that was the academic uh, portion of. uh, No, uh, Mandelbrot invented uh, the word fractal, and uh, he's changed like how we do things with the human body and with signals, and and it it was fascinating.
4: Archimedes invented a death ray. And I've been trumped. <laughs> no, I, Honestly, when I was, I, I woke, I got up that morning and I was like, oh, no. I was like, I have to pick a mathematician. I'm sitting there getting ready to get in the show. I'm like, oh, no. And I, and I just turn around and I have to get on my laptop. Mathematicians. First one Super. that popped up. Archimedes. And I just wrote a list down. I'm like, okay, if anybody picked this one, I got this one. And I have like 10, 10 people on one
0: list. Who was at the bottom of the list?
4: <laughs> I have no idea. So, so you made a list? I made a list. In five minutes. What? I,
0: I, I
5: have a friend of ours who, who's done some stuff on the network, uh, Carter Maynard, who's, who's in the classroom. I was like, what you doing yours on? He's like, that guy from The Imitation Game. I went, that's a movie. cool. Oh, wait. I know this dude from a song. I'll do this dude from this, this Jonathan Colton song. And uh, so, Yeah. <laughs> And, and that's how I picked it.
4: Yeah, I, I just looked at him and said, Can I do mine on Archimedes? He's like, Oh, I like that. Okay. Oh, you told him. <laughs> yeah,
5: I told him. Yeah, he didn't give us a chance. He, he gave us the paper on Thursday. Like, he emailed to us and said, Yo, Friday, you can tell me. And I'm like, No one's here on Friday. And still, t- t- he's taking five points off for that. Huh. I did. I- make the rules. You get a. <laughs> <laughs> so the highest I can give is a 95, which I will I will gladly take. <laughs> Yeah. Still an A. I am not good in this class. <laughs>
4: and then and then then Monday there's we we start our presentations.
5: Yeah, ours are Tuesday. Yeah. So um so what is the next section? <laughs> oh
0: WVSU News and Notes. W
5: V S U News and Notes. On TNN, the <laughs> Triple Names Board Show. TNSS. Rose TNSS. Well, Ricksar, right, TNN. That's a Trinity Trinity Network, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> I thought TNN was a Nashville Network. Or is, that, is
4: that not <laughs> a that, thing no that's
5: more? That's T N T. the Nashville Network was TNN, and it became Spike. Oh yeah, that's right. It's not a thing no more. No, it was it was it was, it was the Nashville Network, and then it was the Great American Network, and then it became Spike. No, it, Scotty, don't, I have no reason why I know that, but it's in my brain. So, okay, so what is it? Is it uh,
0: uh, it's just you know breaking down. I know stuff what it
5: is. What's that? it called again? You have a list, right? It's uh, oh, all right. So, <clears throat> We're very organized. All right. All okay. right. TNSS WVSU News and Notes.
0: And the first story on today's docket: uh, the number forty-seven West Virginia. <laughs> number one. <laughs> the number forty-seven West Virginia State University women's tennis team received a bid to the NCAA tournament Tuesday evening.
3: Heck yeah.
0: <laughs> The Yellow Jackets 13 and 5 will be traveling to California PA to meet local rival Charleston University. Oh, California and PA? Mm-hmm.
5: California Pennsylvania?
0: Yep. That's a place. Yeah, just like there's a London West Virginia. There's a uh, Dancing Monkey West Virginia.
5: There's not a Dancing Monkey West Virginia. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, there's a Dancing Monkey. We are totally
5: West doing our next live podcast at Dancing Monkey West Virginia. I We have to do that. <laughs> I agree. I've lived here
4: my whole life, and I didn't even know there's was a Dancing Monkey West Virginia. There's a
5: man and a big ugly, and the laziest one is Hometown. Yeah, Hometown, hometown was the laziest name in West Virginia. But
4: Well, you know, there's a Mossy Oak. Mossy Oak? Mossy Oak, West Virginia.
0: Then they just go to the store, and we're like, we will name this our town. I mean, we like you so much. We're, <laughs> we stand behind your product.
4: I, honestly, I think it's, it's Mossy, and then there's Oak Hill, but it look, little, yeah, it on the mile market, it looks like Mossy
0: Oak. I got you. I
4: got
5: you.
0: Yeah. All right, so so state yay tennis team, state women's tennis team is playing UC, our crosstown rivals, at noon on Saturday in a matchup of the fourth and fifth seeds.
5: See, I think about you, you, you see like, uh, like those '80s movies with nerds in them. And so we're all like the nerd team, and then they're like the jocks. You're like,
0: oh well, Buffy and us are going to slay you in whatever kind of like ski school, right? Like ski patrol, yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. We're like, we're gonna get you. And yeah. <laughs> you're rooting for us, uh, <laughs> and you know. When we played them last year, we, we won both games, or both both times, 5-4. to four. So it's been close. Um, but the winner of that game will get to play Sunday, and they'll get to f- play the host, California PA. they get to play Sunday, Sunday, Sunday! <laughs> <laughs> and it'll be a spot in the Final 16, which will be held in sunny Tucson. All
5: right, Tucson.
0: Um, and so, yeah, this is the eighth straight NCAA, NCAA appearance <laughs> for the Yellow Jackets. Players Brittany Franco, Brooke Campbell, Charlotte Sandy, Nina Dilwald, Brenda Kumpa, Diana Kadaros, Cotter- and Christine Johnson. So, you know, congratulations to you girls. Congratulations, to Coach Sims. Best of luck this weekend, and hopefully you uh, you beat UC.
5: Don't beat UC. We need you to beat UC. Just stomp them. Just, just destroy them. You're like five love them, or I don't know anything about. I don't know anything tennis about tennis, tennis either. Yeah. yeah. I know they hit things, and they make. <laughs> you ever heard like Serena Williams give her that manly grunt when she hits? Like, yeah, yeah, she's. Hur! It's like she's gonna destroy
0: it. I'm afraid. I just like I think I pooped a little. I just like (laughs) I I never got into tennis. I've always been more of a badminton man myself. And that's really been kind of the story of my life, like the theme to my life. It's just like Like it's always the less cooler one. That's that's usually where I've been. I don't
5: do baseball but I'm a hell of a cricket player.
0: (laughs) It's like yes. It's like, oh I don't ride a you know, I don't I don't drive a car. I, I take my bicycle everywhere I go. I wish that was the case. Wish I could still ride my bike. I mean, I still can. I haven't Forget forgotten.
4: It. But. Forget a bike. I use a scooter.
0: Scooters. <laughs> I have so many scars on my ankles from busting them open when did I was a kid. You have a razor.
5: Yeah, I did. See, so when I was a kid, they weren't razors weren't a thing.
0: Cause I'm old. You pre-razor. You pre-razor.
5: <laughs> and um, but I had a scooter. And
0: what I was it called? Was it just a stick with wheels on it? <laughs> yes, it was a stick with wheels. Blue. <laughs> There are dinosaurs around.
5: I think it was a girl scooter, but it's like that 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 shade of blue that could be a guy. You're yeah, either like, or, yeah. Yeah, but you're like, nah, it's probably a chick scooter. <laughs> and streamers. Don't judge my journey. <laughs> Basket flower. Yeah. <laughs> this is a guy scooter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I got my Barbies in it. Leave me alone. <laughs> Going home to play with my Barbies. There's tea. Tea's on the stove.
4: <laughs> and the second story.
5: <laughs> Dick trickle. <laughs> I'm sorry, I came and derailed your whole show. And that's how you should win in the description. Scotty comes by and derails the show. But I'll be fair. Uh, next next week, next weekly mobcast, come by. Derail our show. That's it won't be, be hard.
0: Yeah, it won't be. There's oh, not really a rail to derail oh, it from. Why you put it on track? Yeah. <laughs> He'll come in with notes and be like, guys, this is what you're going to talk about right here.
4: Here, talk about this, talk about this. Scotty, you keep, keep talking about Dick Trickle. Dick <laughs> Trickle. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Dick
5: Trickle. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> Winner,
4: of <TSS. laughs> Winner of six of its last seven games to WBSU basketball team, baseball team. So um, I know I didn't write anything about basketball. <laughs> <laughs> right, wrong, wrong it's not basketball season. <laughs> <laughs> baseball team has not only taken over second place in the Mountain East Conference standings, but moved... Into the number eight spot in the NCAA Division II athletics. Did you a- snort
5: like cocaine right there? <laughs> that was a well-timed snort. It's like,
4: and they're going to, there you are.
5: If you have a problem, we can do an intervention. I
1: don't
4: need no intervention. It makes me whole. <laughs> don't judge do anybody's journey. Continue. <laughs> Division II <Two> Atlantic Regional <laughs> rankings that places the Yellow Jackets in solid contention for both the NBC title and an NCAA bid. I want us to have an NCAA bid. (laughs) The Jackets play a regular season-ending four-game series at the University of Charleston this weekend and will be looking to build momentum moving into the tournament. Junior training. what's so funny about building (laughs) momentum? You're like, they're not going to do it.
5: Are you picking on a baseball (laughs) team? They have bats. They will beat you.
4: <laughs> yes, and I am a fat budgy little man. Right, right. They will do that <laughs> no, on F.A. <laughs> no, it just came to... It, I just remember came to, <laughs> Just uh, me, me coming in here to uh, the weekly Mopcast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. coming in here and trying to put y'all back in the track. He's,
5: he's up doing do that all week. All week, and he's going to work. He's going to seriously... This is his own work. I can see it. I can see him working on it. Yeah, on Tuesday can... morning being in here. All right, This, guys, this is what you're going to do. This is what you're going to do. It just... <laughs> might work go. out. <laughs> <laughs> might get more, more ratings.
4: <laughs> anyway... Junior Trenton, Trenton Porter leads WVSU in hitting with a .392 average and in home runs with seven. Junior Josh Kisser has driven in a team Josh high. Kisser? <laughs> Kaiser?
0: Kai, I think it's probably Kaiser. I thought it was Kaiser. Like
4: Josh Kaiser, I'm sorry if I butchered her name. Dick Trickle. <laughs> has driven in the team high 26 runs and freshman Brandon Wright leads the way on the base pass with 30, 13 steals. Junior Dustin Kincaid <laughs> leads...
5: Are you dying?
4: You
5: know? A little bit. I'm worried about you. Mainly because I'm in a booth with you. <laughs> bola. Bola. Dustin
4: Kinkade leads... Is that started. your
5: neck of the woods? They don't know the E either. It's like Bola. Yeah.
4: <laughs> what
5: you got? I got the Bola? <laughs> we well, get some of that Tussin. Tussin take out Bola
4: anytime we what call it down there in Cabin Creek. i tell you what. Man, I
5: got that Vicks Rub <laughs> to get rid of my Bola. <laughs> Man, that bola! That my bola's acting up today. Man, you got a dehumidifier, unif- <laughs> Mama? Where to ask for now? I got that bola. And Aaron's over there taking us <laughs> again. I, know, I feel like he's grading us. We will get an evaluation. And be like, and hey, this is everything that was wrong with today's Show <laughs> bola. Yeah,
4: yeah, I think this is the most stuff i ever on the show. <laughs>
5: That's what I do. I show up. Uh they'll never have me back. <laughs> Continue.
4: <laughs> Lead starting pitches pitchers with an earned run average of one point five seven while Tyler Thompson's forty five sh- strikeouts is tops among the staff.
5: Forty five strikeouts rock on, dude.
4: Junior reliever Josh Falbo continues to build on this program on his program career saves record with eight so far as a team the Yellow Jackets rank third in the MEC in batting average while they are second in earned run average.
5: So who's number one of the, right now?
0: Uh, Number one right now in rankings? Yeah, number two, right? Yeah, Shepard, 32-10. and we we'll get people, you, Shepard! We're really close, and that's their overall record. Conference record, they're only, they're only a game ahead of us at 31-9, and 9, and we're at 26-10. and 10, So We should play them and defeat them. Well, sh- good thing is they're playing Charleston. We have Charleston for like the next four games. And they're not so good at baseball. They're 13-28 <laughs> they're and 28 overall yeah, and 9-27 in the conference. this season it's not their thing. So, you know, we're, there's a chance for us to, you know, I look for us, if we're going to lose any, I look for us to go 3-4 and four this weekend. So good good chance we move up. Uh, the third and final story for the WVSU News and Notes comes by way of the softball team. The Yellow Jackets softball team will face Willing Jesuit at noon at the Moyers Sports Complex in Salem, Virginia, in a first-round Mountain East Conference tournament contest. And that takes place tomorrow, Saturday, May 1st. Or not tomorrow, but May 1st. Well, yeah, tomorrow is May, May is May 1st. 1st. Yeah. That would be Friday, May, Friday, May 1st. Friday, May 1st, not Saturday, May 1st. That would be next Saturday. Next year's May 1st. It It'll be Saturday.
5: Unless it's a leap year. It is well,
0: then I'm wrong about that. <laughs> Apparently, I don't own a calendar. Um, WVSU finished fifth in the final regular season standings after posting a 14 and 12 Mountain East Conference record and a 26 and 16 overall record. The Cardinals come into the event as the fourth seed with a record of 16 and 8 and 20 and 18 in the MEC. The squad split a doubleheader in Institute back on March 28th with Sydney Kaplan, Alana Wyatt, Kelsey Martin, and Sabrina Scouten, or Shouten. Or excuse me led the, Shout for scout. <laughs> the Yellow Jacket hitters Wyatt has a team leading 11 home <laughs> runs on the season and set a new program career record. Scouten also has stolen uh, 19 bases in 20 attempts and holds the program record for career stolen bases. She should
5: give those back. We need those. We're a small school. We don't have very much money. She should give those bases back. <laughs>
0: Mika Marabella and Hannah Griffith also keep catchers on their toes with 15 steals each. The young WVSU like pitching
1: staff—they're
5: <laughs> up on their toes. Like I don't know how softball's played. All I know is like, have you seen softball? I mean, you guys, sports guys, right? No. Yeah. How do the, the the pitching is like—it's
0: insane. Like, it's, it's really, it's I'm awesome. Twi- you
5: can't see me twist, but I'm twisting all kinds of ways. It's it's, like I got
0: several balls, are so you gonna throw the ball? It's just, I mean, it's de- you—they definitely have to fine-tune their body, and like it's crazy. Like um, you even little girls, like my daughter plays softball, and the next step up for her will be softball. So, um, t-ball. no, she's in T-ball. She plays, yeah. next step up will be softball. Yeah. Um, but they, they even do it in that league. So, I mean, it's, it's You're interesting. You're for
5: like rotor cup surgery.
0: Yeah. Like it's, it's. I wonder it's how insane. much
5: rotor cup injuries are in softball.
0: I don't know. I would say pretty much, uh, I'd say they're pretty prevalent. Cause I mean, that's, I don't even feel like your arm is meant to do that. Like, I don't even think I can do it. As I'm sitting here trying to do the motion of a pitch. Have y'all
5: ever tried to pitch a softball like that? No. I've, I've
0: never d- tried to pitch a softball. I
5: almost hit myself you in like the hand. Really? Light, like in school and stuff?
0: No, because I know I couldn't do it. No, you just throw it underhanded. No, I, I mean, I know that, but I'm saying it I was terrible. I've probably try- attempted one softball pitch. <laughs> all, right, I, all right. And I sucked at it.
4: I tried it one time too, and like I said, I almost hit myself in the head.
5: <laughs> yeah. And you guys have a sports show. <laughs> We said we cover sports. We like sports. We didn't say we're good at sports. <laughs> we're fans. <laughs> we're fans of sports. I mean, I I played softball in uh, elementary school. I quit because um, they skipped me.
0: Like in batting? Or yeah, in batting.
5: I wanted to bat. I was like, I, I was a, a third baseman at the time. And uh, so, you know, I was next up at bat, and then the inning changed. And so after we got back, I was like, I'm first in line, and the – the, the, Dude was like, no, no, you already batted. I'm like, I didn't.
0: You're a liar. I quit.
5: I did. I took my glove and got in the truck. I'm like, I want an icy. Let's go home.
0: Let's go home. I'm not playing the sport anymore. Um, but to finish up, the young WVSU pitching staff ranks fourth in the conference and earned run average, and is led by freshman Chelsea Parkins, who has posted a 13 and six record with a 1.56 ERA. Freshman. Allison Burgess and Callie Norton, along with sophomore Allie Haynes, complete the staff.
5: Go freshmen, rock so, on! Yeah,
0: it's a it's a great young team. Also, as well,
4: also, um, they just MEC just released the uh, the uh, awards, the winners, uh, yeah yeah just the the awards for uh, softball teams, and uh, Sydney Kaplan, Wonder Woman, uh, is first team All MEC. Oh, rock on! Chelsea Parkins is second team All MEC. Rock on! Rock on! We should have them on the show. I, I, I agree. I agree. <laughs> he agrees. I agree with you. Um, I agree. Bring Wonder Woman on here. And Wonder Woman, do, do the whole bit. It'd be great.
0: Yeah. We'd like to take this time now to welcome back Mr. Dan Reed, the owner of the West Virginia Lightning, semi-professional team that plays in uh, West Virginia. Um, just How you doing, Dan? I'm uh, not, not too bad. Good, good. Uh, you know, I know it's a busy weekend coming up. You guys have your first um, kind of like a tune-up game coming up this weekend and you guys are going to be playing on Saturday against the Carter County Wildcats. You care to tell our fans and listeners a little bit more about the uh, this upcoming game? That's
6: yeah, our uh, season opener. We were originally not, or actually our regular season uh, uh, Blue Collar Football League that we joined this year opens up next week. Um, the what, of locked Lockett's already in our league, and we did play for the regular season, but uh, we only played it one time, and they were scheduled to come to us. So we decided that um, uh, we were wanting to get some kind of a tune-up game because we actually want to play a pretty strong opponent next week. So we were willing to try to get at least a game under our belt before we face them. And uh, Carter County accepted it, and since it coming to us during the regular season, we decided we'd go to them. And uh, they're out in Kentucky, and they actually play. Um, in West Virginia, so they either play in Huntington or they play at
0: Wayne uh, County Hospital, um, uh, Wayne County, and um, so that's what we're going to plan. And we agreed we go to them. grab a close game, just a little bit over an to get there, so it's not, not too big of a travel expense for us. Uh, but we really need to get uh, get our feet wet and get back into uh, into the season uh, for the 2015 year. Okay, and this this game, it, it's slated to kick off at 7.30 p.m. as it stands now at, at the Buffalo Wayne High School, correct? Uh, correct. Right now, but there is a possible issue that they're having to work through
6: So semi-pro football is best, I guess, you know, things are somewhat fluid. They are having an issue with their facility, possibly. They're trying to work that out right now. They may not be able to host the game there. If not, they're going to move it to um, AD Huntington, which
0: doesn't have place, So if they do that, the kickoff will move up. But I think we're trying to push it back as soon as we can but to uh, probably take off about six thirty 30 if that's the case. Okay, and for our listeners who are um, trying to keep up-to-date on that information, where what's the best way to you know stay up-to-date on the Lightning, on, on the where you guys will be playing this weekend? Well, probably the best stuff to up-to-date way, and the quickest way to get a response on that would be to look at our Facebook page, which is uh, West Virginia Lightning spelled out. Um, and you look at the make posts to post an announcement on Facebook. also probably tweeted out on our
6: Twitter page that we actually got set up this year. And uh, on our website, which is Uh the website is usually more delayed as far as getting updates on schedules, so more complicated to an update or schedule in just to post it, so uh, it may save, you know, previous updates until we get a chance to uh, actually get an up and changed.
0: Okay. Um, you know I know last time we talked you guys were just getting ready to go down to Florida to play in the national championship game and while the you know the outcome of that game wasn't wasn't what you had hoped for and expected um, I'm sure that was a, a great learning experience especially um, you know making it that far into the national championship game uh, you care to talk a little bit about last year's season and um, some things to kind of get fans excited for the the upcoming 2015 season
6: yeah, um, you know, we're, we're coming off of a great season, 14 and 0 regular season, uh, including the, uh, regional championship. And then, you know, we went down and played for the national championship, which was a great experience. And, uh, you know, I, I really see that there's not a lot to hold us back from possibly doing that. We've had a few turnover on, on my players, but to be honest, we have a lot of a large veteran groups. I mean, you know, our quarterbacks returning, our wide receivers are returning, uh, most of our running backs are returning. Um, we've really lost a few players here and there, but on, as a whole, I think we're pretty much basically the same team. Uh, I think, you know, we, uh, the one, you know, it's a long, long season, but one of the blessings of that is the team is pretty seasoned as far as um, experience wise and, and knowing what to do. Um, as we get ready and start preparing for this season, there's not really a lot for us to put in other than to go back and get everybody back together and, and sort of get our feet back under us. but. Uh, you know, we do what we do. There's always some the and schemes, and everybody's coming back and knows what we do pretty much. Um, and we've got to play these opponents. We're not really trying to surprise anybody or trick anybody. You know, we pretty much line up and say, you know, this is what we do. Stop us. And uh, so I think you know one of the benefits is, is basically what we've had year-round season this year because of the championship, and uh, it's it's going to make us more prepared early in the season. A lot of teams. Um, Early
0: in the season, or not quite as far along as, as where we probably are right now, so we might get a little bit advanced and they have a, an edge for us, you know, starting out this season early. Yeah, that's exactly what it sounds like. You guys, um, not a lot of turnover, same solid cast of, uh, of team for you guys, so that's that's always a plus. Looking at your old schedule, you know, you start off the season at Carter County Wildcats, at Portsmouth Warriors, and at the West Virginia Storm and Then a bye week, and then you get your first um, home game against the Ohio Phoenix. How is it? Uh, is there much of a difference starting out on the road, in the, especially in you know semi-pro football? Yeah, I
6: mean we, you know, the thing is that we are, uh, you know, financially funded by pretty much our home games. We, um, you know, we have some sponsorship, but most of our traveling expenses are what we do to things off our gates. to make our traveling expenses so. Starting the road three weeks just to put us in a hole to start out. So it's, it's going to be a little bit on us getting started. And then we actually had a final week uh, that week that we are facing the Ohio Phoenix. So um, we went ahead and I relocated the team if you wanted to come and play us and us another home and give, give us a chance to go ahead and start returning some of that money that we are putting out for these first three weeks in traveling. But the blessing is that those, while those road trips, uh, you know, three road trips, second line gets up. Uh, uh, you know, would probably be hard for a lot of semi pro teams to open the season that way. But the good thing is, those road trips are all relatively close. So we're talking about pretty much barely getting outside the borders of West Virginia for those road trips. So we've got, you know, like uh, nine a hour and 15 minutes, an hour and a half one place, an hour and 30 minutes, an hour and 40 minutes to another, and then an hour a little over an hour to the, to the third location. We're traveling to
0: Portsmouth, uh, Buffalo, West Virginia, you know, Wayne, West Virginia, and to Mount uh, Hope, West Virginia. So those those trips are, are not going to be long, three or four hour trips. So um, that's going to blow a little bit, and, and hopefully we'll be well seasoned by the time we start uh, opening up our, our home stands. Most definitely. I, I want to touch real quick. You know, a lot of semi pro teams they don't they don't usually travel together unless it's carpooling. And I know you all the the Lightning I, they. You you guys just bought a bus, so you all would travel together. Talk is how has that been for team morale and just team chemistry and just making sure everybody gets to the where they need to go on time. Yeah, we actually bought a bus three years ago. It's always been a goal of mine on a team bus. I, I've been around the team since the 90s. I played for the Lightning back in the 90s when Major Harrison and uh, those places WU and stuff. And one of the things we always about the bus, and I've always, uh, you know, uh, felt that
6: that was a, a a Big plus, you know. Uh, if you're still on the bus and you have to sit beside somebody and talk to them for about three or four hours, you get to know that person. And one of the critical things that made a huge difference in our team last year was that you know we had a mantra that uh, uh, it's lightning family, we're all family and brothers, uh, and it it was huge as far as the camaraderie and the, the team spirit and team really fought for each other. Um, you know, there was several times we were down, trailing in a couple of games, and we, we stayed tight and stuck together and and pulled it out. And that sort of basis and, and the knowledge, I always feel like if you're going to go to battle today, you need to know. And uh, that's why we always you know strive to take a bus. And again, financially reasons, we can own a bus and you know pay for fuel, and pay for a driver, and basically instead of just throwing them anywhere with a charter service where we paid about twice as much to charter, um, we actually have a bus that has the main decad all over it. It's a big advertisement, and a big plus. And uh, there's also, you know, a psychological advantage where, you know, we roll into a uh, lesbian team and they see us come in with a big bus, with western Lightning all over the side of it, and they see uh, our team banging that has Western Lightning lightning all over the side of it. And, uh, you know, it's it's impressive and it looks a little bit intimidating if you're if you're that home team and you guys are used to carpooling, and playing player uh, playing or paying player fees and and uh, you know doing the whole
4: semi-pro, scraping uh, by thing, So uh, it's a uh, it's a big part for us and really makes the team bond even better. All right, um, hey Dan, it's Jeff here. Hey Jeff, how are you? Um. I, 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 how you was talking about how, you know, you're riding on the bus and you, you get to know the guy. I, I noticed that when we when we came to a practice that y'all uh, received a Winley Ballard who used to play for here play here at West Virginia State University. And uh, one thing I was wanting to know was really, especially for the state fans that are listening to this show, how well is he gelling with the team up there? Uh, he's sitting in just perfect. I mean, one thing about most of our guys, I'll tell you, is that uh, – um, they're all pretty professional. They all want, they, they're there because they love the game. I mean, if you're a player and you come to play and you're serious, you can take the game serious, you're going to put it right in. And, and just be
6: honest, you know, we picked up uh, Winley last year after he finished up his uh, career there at State. And he's a huge gift for us, actually. We're expecting big things this year from him. And, um, you know, we, we are really excited to have him on the field with us. Um, we think that... Uh, you know, he's going to be a, a defensive leader for us this year. And we feel like if we could get uh, players at his level and above, I think that's why we know when we talk about championships every year. And, uh, and we, you know, it's something about that when you get to that level and you have well, players that know the game, respect the game, and are basically a the game, such as how Winley is, um, and then they put that effort out. You know, he's has uh, got he, not only is he, you know, physically uh, strong and, and has the athletic ability, but he puts the effort out and he has that high, high drive movement that just goes and goes and goes. And, and uh, that's a lot of what semi is about. That's a lot of how these guys are. These guys are the guys that put in the work because they love the game and uh, they're passionate about it. So it's a uh, it's a big difference. It's, if you come here and you are not putting in the work and you just, uh, you know, basically halfway going through the motions, and you won't fit in what well with our
0: you know, and, and talking about, you know, players like Winley Ballard, um, there are a, quite a few other players, though, on the Lightning's roster that have played college ball in the state of West Virginia. Um, you, you care to talk a little bit more about some of those guys as well that are on the team? Yeah, well, you know, we've got, uh, um, uh, right now, one of our wide receivers is uh, uh, Chris Maxwell. He played
6: at UC. Um, He's been a leader since he came in last year, last year, first year us, and he stepped up and done done quite well. Shaquille uh, Williams, um, you know, he, he played for uh, UC, and then we actually had, um, oh, you yeah, had to ask me that so fast, uh, uh, Erickson's first name, and I think uh, he came out the season, his first year out. He came out here last year, came out about the same time he picked up Winley when he finished up his career as a quarterback for UC. Um, he's, 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 I mean, you know, when these guys come out that have had that college experience, it's a huge difference. You can see uh, their heads and shoulders above the rest. And, um, you know, then we have actually a, um, a Zach Bell is the guy who came from the uh, Chapman Hill area, but he's in college ball. But he's also a good coach now. So, one thing at this level that you pick up on the guys that have the knowledge the game is uh, always a step above as well. And it's really neat to watch how you know, those guys all come together and, and the understanding of what we're trying to do is uh, communicating amongst themselves and and, and it just like i said it just comes all together when you get to that level with those guys they know the game we're not we're not going out there and teaching them how to block we're not going out there and teaching them how to cover somebody we're not going out there and teaching them you know how to run a route they already know that what we do is put together the scheme and and our job is to get them to work together as a unit and once they
0: do that we're all in games. Uh, and that's the biggest thing is get them all on the same page. And that's gotta be huge that experience. Um just real quick before we go, just wanna um, you know, thank you again, Dan, for coming on the show. I know you got you got places you gotta go. Uh, but again just thank you for coming on Triple Name Sports Show and we'll look forward to uh catching back up with you as the as the season continues. Yeah,
6: we're we excited and we're glad that you know, I don't know if you did ask them showing sure up but are coming on board. We're calling our
0: games. We do uh, internet broadcasts, so we're really excited about having you guys with us this year as well. That we're we're super excited. We love football here on the Triple Name Sports Show. So we're <laughs> any type of football. We're we're there. We might heck, we might call some flag football games. We have <laughs> right. the opportunity cool. to. <laughs> All right, well, have a great day, Dan. All right, thank you. No Dan Reed was awesome. Yeah, I I really enjoy working with him. He's uh he's he's a really good guy. Uh, really excited this weekend. I know Dan just just mentioned it, but again, you know, we are going to be not only the voice of the Yellow Jackets, but we're also the voice of the Lightning. Of the
5: Lightning. I'm very proud of you boys.
0: So yeah, so that's that's really exciting, um, and really looking forward to it. We have our first game this this weekend, so we'll see how that goes. Hopefully, hopefully we don't.
5: Is it? Did you find out it's played in Buffalo, right?
0: Yeah, it's Buffalo Wayne High School. Buffalo Wayne High School. It, but it might end up being played in Huntington. It just depends. There's an issue with the field. But uh, yeah, so moving right along. As soon as I can find my notes, apparently they have just decided to just leave my phone, um, oh. and, and they did. They did leave my phone. So I'm gonna toss it over to El Jefe Loco for the first story on Snapjabs. Da na na, da na na. These
1: copywriters.
5: <laughs> <laughs> so just do it differently. On a wah, on a wah. Make Which deep. was Native American for Sports Center. <laughs>
4: <laughs> no, just do it real deep.
1: That sounds like a
3: death metal like Yeah,
4: that's Death Clock's version. Yeah. That's what happened when they turned on Sports Center. Anyway, first story out of Snapchat. Story one!
0: <laughs> I really have no idea
4: what is. I've been wanting you to do that. <laughs> the un- unilateral closing of UAB's football team still has students, fans, and players rightfully upset. Senior linebacker Derek, S- Derek S- uh, Slaughter elected to make one final statement on the program's demise by wearing his helmet to graduation. Slaughter stated he plans to keep the helmet on as he shakes the university president uh, Br- Ray Wyatt's Way- Ray Wyatt's hand. You are just
5: butchering this one, yeah. Especially UAB. UAB's a, you know, I know people who went to UAB, so I mean, I feel for them.
0: Yeah, I feel really bad for for the university for these guys because. It's just ridiculous the whole cancellation of the program.
4: And they ha- they had they was bowl eligible.
0: Yeah, they were bowl eligible, and because they their team wasn't around anymore, they couldn't. Uh, yeah, they couldn't go to the bowl. They couldn't. They didn't have a team, so they didn't have a bowl. So you know, I'm I'm glad that the players, you know, especially this player, he's he's you know stepping up and saying, you know what, hey, what you did was wrong, and yeah. you got to You got a man up for it. So I like that. Sticking it to the man.
5: What yeah. What are you gonna so? What? Are your, what are your notes? S.J. Snapjabs. Yeah. You want to take that's this next jabs. story? Is it this a Snapjab too? No, that's, that's bad, bad news. Oh, snap, snap jab! Yeah. Oh. Have we done the bad news or is that a whole separate? That's sec- a whole separate thing. I should listen to the show. You more. should. Goodness. I, I do listen to the show. Uh-huh. I'm one of your listeners, but I'm I, But I cheat. I'm one of the listeners on my network. <laughs> so
0: see you don't give us the play. No, the no, game.
5: no. But I but I'm trying to give you other plays. <laughs> Tonight on ESPN two. Sports fans across the world were treated not to the NBA playoffs or the burgeoning baseball season, but to live footage of college students playing HEROES OF THE STORM, Yes, thanks to a partnership with Blizzard, the flashy MOBA, or MULTIPLAYER ONLINE BATTLE ARENA, a genre that also includes the world's most popular game, League of Legends, got a solid 2 plus hours of airtime on national television. Complete with live audience and professional esports commentators, while Kevin Harlan and Reggie Miller called the Rockets Mavericks game on TNT. Uh, Artois and, and Day 9 called the Heroes of the Storm game on ESPN 2. Of course, this isn't the first time the ESPN has aired game video game tournaments. Uh, DOTA 2 made it to the national uh, TV last year. They've also, ESPN2 ha, has a history of uh, showing bizarre things. Yeah, things that well, and, a lot of like, people wouldn't be real, that would be on the actual. And, and, right, right. It's, things that I would definitely argue are not a sport. And, and you know what? I'm going to leave NASCAR long on this one because <laughs> they're just going left in a car. <laughs> yeah. But it's a sport. I'll give you whatever. Um, the spelling bee, however, is not a sport. Yeah. And that's like every year, right? Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, they do they, the spelling bee every year on like ESPN too. I don't know how ESPN got into doing the spelling bee.
4: I would I, not. I would not do, want to do the play-by-play for that.
0: <laughs> for the spelling bee? No. Nope.
4: Would not want to. do We we'll could
0: do
5: that, that on Ravel TV.
0: <laughs> I would feel like the biggest idiot because I'm a terrible speller, as you can tell by my notes. You've you've suffered through it all year, um, but yeah, I would I would definitely be terrible. anybody ever do the spelling bee in here? No, 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 no. I didn't get very far. I can tell you my word I got out on.
5: <laughs> um, I got out on taco.
0: How did you get on taco? You like tacos. I have no clue how I got out on taco. It was elementary school, like fourth grade. My spelling word was taco. <laughs> and
5: fourth grade, you did not know spell taco. It's only four letters.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, uh, never mind. It was burrito. Burrito okay, was what I misspelled. Like burrito is a little harder. Taco
4: is like man.
0: <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So I I suck at spelling. That's not that's not one
4: of my strong you know, suits. You know, I was giving you the benefit of that. I was like, okay, maybe he put mistaken to C for a K. All right.
5: T-A-K-O.
0: <laughs> T-A-K-O. <laughs> yeah. Taco. Taco. <laughs> That's how you spell it, lady. Taco. No, yeah, I just can't spell, so. I. But one of the things, <clears throat> Michelle Beadle, she took to Twitter about the whole ESPN2 thing, showcasing this event, and, and she was, you know, going along with it. She was playing around with it and having fun. That's more than can be said about the stick-in-the-mud old man calling Cowherd. I am don't like change. <laughs> yeah, he's... You know, tune into the Mopcast Network, the weekly episode. Of, 25. Yeah, episode 25, because we do a whole take on that on there. So i make sure you guys a little cross promotion there. Cross, yeah,
5: See, I like how you did that. Um, here, you know, on the tradition of ESPN2 showing the weirdest stuff, I mean, you know, it's probably alone. Um, at one time, they have aired the Magic the Gathering tournaments, the, the big money tournaments. Mm-hmm. They used to air on ESPN2. I've seen a few. With commentary and everything, it's like, all right, a tattoo mountains for us. Well, he's going to throw a fireball. No, he's not. He's playing a card. But so you know, and and as for someone who's played in a professional card gaming tournament, <laughs> my claim to fame: I was I was in tenth place in the 2004 Star Trek World Tournament. Oh, right. Yeah, things you didn't know about me. Right. I am. Uh,
0: I knew that. Yeah,
5: because we're friends. Unlike me and Al over here. We don't like each other. <laughs> That's so I would call it El Jefe Loco, okay, crazy. But yeah, I, yeah, cow, um, Coward is all like, you know, uh, I hope they never make me do commentary, color for commentary, because I quit. I'm like, oh God, please let someone make him do it. I would love it if they did that. He was like, all right, you're gonna do Diablo 2. No, no. Sweet. <laughs> Save all that
4: money.
0: Kind
4: of like the guys that do the do the commentating for the Super Smash Bros. <laughs>
0: tournaments. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I like I like those kind of things. I think they're fun. They shake things up.
5: Uh, the next story. What? Okay, so so if if video games, what is the next thing that ESPN do? What's the next weirdest thing that ESPN two could could air? They
0: already do wing eating or hot dog eating competitions. They do not. Yeah, they do competitive eating. Yeah, they've been doing that. I didn't miss that. They do darts. They yeah, do but bowling. D- dart, dart, I'm trying. Dart, I'm just bowling darts
5: and billiards are used to be on like the Wild World of Sports on ABC. So I. I they get a pass because they're not really, but you know, they are. Yeah,
0: I'm trying to that's what I'm saying. I'm trying to go through vocally what's you ever left. Seen cricket played. Cricket's weird. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've watched cricket before, actually. I've watched rugby before. Uh, there's really not much. I mean, you, we've mentioned this on our show before, but uh, bingo,
5: competitive bingo. That'd be yes, that's not what we mentioned on our show, but that's pretty good. There, um, Spike TV used to do uh, slam ball uh in uh, the mid two thousands and slam ball was basically basketball with trampolines. <laughs> oh, I remember that. Right. I kinda want I was watching some slam ball on like YouTube. I want slam ball back. That is that was crazy. Um me and Aaron watched um we, we, we had a small American Gladiators kick and we kinda want that to come back. That would be fun. And I showed him uh, was it uh Blade battle blades, which was American gladiators on rollerblades from 1994. It was extreme, (laughs) because everything in 1994 the early nineties for (laughs) our
0: younger listeners were was a very very bright time.
5: Neon, 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 everything, everything neon.
0: Um, it was kind of big hair, neon, and extreme. Everything was extreme and rad, and you know, rad was more eighties, but towards the beginning of the early Mm -hmm. nineties, I don't know. I'm I was only born in '88, so like. I'm just remembering, trying to remember about like from when I there's was a There's a there's a
5: great skateboard movie that everyone should watch with Christian Slater called Gleaming the Cube. If you want to know something, and there was a BMX had a, had a I think Rad is the BMX movie because toward like the end of the 80s they kept doing all these like what what you would call X Game sports now, mm-hmm. but they did all these really crazy movies about like you know like I think they both have the same plot. It's like <laughs> terrorists or the mob shoot this dude's brother and have to he has to run on a skateboard. <laughs> I, I, Gleaming the Cube
0: we should totally do as a bros booze movies. I
4: I'm a I basketball.
0: Oh baseball's so good. I would like to play basketball. I think it'd be fun. That's what ESPN two should should create. I basketball. Would, I would watch it.
5: Yeah? I would wa I would totally watch. It, especially with all the
0: mascots. It'd be fun. Yeah. It'd, be, it'd be it'd be fun. It'd be real fun. Um the next story. <laughs> Four snap snapjabs, my notes have just been completely shot. They're both gone off my. So email. just make up a story. Yeah, <laughs> no. Well, on the onion, there. <laughs> I was going to talk about the whole Ray Lewis um, speech that he. There, not little speech, but the whole little um, video he he posted about the Baltimore riots. Um, I will say I was in Baltimore the year after, the year they won the Super Bowl, and it was very very weird and very kind of. Kind of hard to watch the whole riots, just I mean for what they are alone, but also just seeing you know, I'm not from that city and I've only been there once and in the place that that city has in my heart, so I couldn't only imagine for somebody like who lives there, somebody like Ray Lewis who has spent you know 19 plus years in that city, you know that's his home. so we're going to go ahead and play that interview now
3: of the um, Ray Lewis just talking about Baltimore and we're going to talk about No way. No way. No way this can happen in our city. No. Young kids, you can't, You, you got to understand something. Get off the streets. Violence is not the answer. Violence has never been the answer. Freddie Gray, he, we, we don't do nothing for him doing this. We know there's a deeper issue. We know what the jungle looks like. But this isn't it. It's enough of us in the streets trying to change what's going on. Baltimore, get off the streets. Kids, go home. Stay home. You don't, have, you don't have no right to do what you're doing to this city. Too many hardworking people build this city. We put this city together. We put this city on our back. We with you. We know what's going on. We know the problems. We know there was wrong done. We know we're not getting the right justice. We know all these answers. But riding in our streets is wrong. It's dead wrong. We got to go back to the beginning. It takes a village. It takes takes a whole village to raise one child. We got to redefine what this looks like. We got to redefine what building Baltimore looks like. Because there's too many people putting real sweat, real tears, to make our city a better place. I, I can't come back home and this is it. Kids can't walk the street. This is our future. Our future's in Baltimore. What we're trying to build is in Baltimore. Too many babies paying attention to this craziness. And the sad part is we got young kids trying to tell us how they're going to dictate our city. That won't happen. We must change this right now. Stop the violence, man. Go home. I'm telling you, go home. And whatever I got to do, it will not happen on our clock. It will not happen on our clock. So
5: much I want to say about Ray Lewis, but I'm not. (laughs)
3: Well, that's like a lot of people when he posted
0: this. A lot of people were like, "Oh, you know, you should have no problem with the riots being started cuz you you've murdered a man before." Allegedly. Allegedly, <laughs> allegedly he's murdered someone. But the thing is, like I mean, you can tell he really truthfully oh, he cares. cares about the city. Right? He, you know, I mean, he, he made his career there. I mean, I'm and not... he I mean, he still has he still has a home there and, right. and a lot of the stuff he said was is, is true. He said, "You know, there is a lot of injustice that's going on in the city right now." But this is not how you create. You, you fix it. He's like you. You can't go around tearing up the city. He's like we've worked too hard to build this city up. But I understand the reason for rioting too. You know what I mean? Right, Wait. right. I I look at this way.
5: Um, I've had this discussion with lots of friends on Facebook and uh, Twitter and uh, about this. And my opinion is this is that this is a chain of things that are going to only get worse. You know, and this started you know prior to Trayvon Martin, but you had Trayvon Martin and Ferguson and now in well, New York and then now, now to Baltimore. And um, talking hasn't done anything. Yeah. Talking has done a couple of things This is what talking does. It pacifies the masses. It, it, it lets people with political and uh, asp- uh, aspirations to uh, exploit the matter and then it gets shoved under the rug until the next time happens. And then people get, oh my god, why is this happening? And how they could destroy their own stuff? And it's like, you, there's a pattern here. And it's only... Now we're getting to the sociology the section of the TNSS. <laughs> we're just giving you
4: everything today.
5: Right. And so, you know, it's tr- it is a horrible thing that's going on. But it's not the end of this. Mm-hmm. And no amount of talking at this moment is going to work. I mean you see on CNN where they just snatched that guy up uh, yeah the police car did, no no red no rights, no nothing. they just quietly pulled up a van a truck and threw him in an SUV and drove off and like as of this recording I haven't checked today but as of this as of this they 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 no one said where he's at
4: actually the uh a lawyer
5: stepped in good because it's like that's crazy to me
4: yeah a lawyer stepped in. He tweeted about it and said that he was um, at the police station. He is all right and all that. But so, you know,
5: you know, kudos to Ray Lewis for trying to quell things. But you know, Ray, buddy, this is, you know, I know you want peace, but sometimes, you know, you, you know, you got to stir a little dust to get things changed. And I think, I think, the dust stirring is only going to get bigger and bigger and bigger until we're forced to deal with this. Another friend of mine s- said that you know was talking about the civil rights movement, and how you know all you know how it was you know over and accomplished. I'm like, the civil rights movement is not over. Look at it now, look at what's going on now. It's proof that the civil rights movement is not over. If it was over, this would not have been an issue. There, I mean, we it's serious, serious. stuff. Wow, where, where do we get from a sports show? Thank you for bringing this down or up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I just. I the whole thing. I just wanted to play that because you know I'm a huge Ravens fan right. and I, I love Baltimore. I at one point or another in my life thought about moving to Baltimore. Um, and you know it's and I'm a huge fan of the Orioles, the Ravens, and stuff like that. So
5: so you guys to talk about the 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 the. the uh, baseball game with nobody, no, no people. No, we haven't
0: talked about. Did you see this? Yes, yes, I saw it. They that. they played the first game in history because the curfews and stuff are in place and the right. game wouldn't have been able to take place. Um, but yeah, the Orioles and the White Sox played a game to an empty stadium. So how do
5: they how, how do they get to play it with the curfews in place? They played it. The they next, played it in the day. The they night, played it
0: the next day. Yeah, the next morning. They That's, played it. So no one could get to. I don't yeah, understand. they. I don't know why they didn't let fans into the game because it was during like at two o'clock.
5: So so why have the
0: game? Because I, because the this season they couldn't afford to. Here's
5: the here's here's my thing. I think it's disrespectful to have the game.
0: They, I I think they. Well, they talked about taking the game out of the city. They talked about you know just just making the game not count for either one, not either for or against. And that was just what they came up with. I guess both teams were already there. They were just like you know what, we might as well go ahead and play it. But I, I agree. I, I can I see where disre- that.
5: I, I think it's disrespectful, and I think I mean worst of the worst, they could just postpone the game. I mean, they have a full season they could have worked with.
0: They were worried because it, the baseball season, it is long, but there's, like, so many days. I think it's, like, 162 day games in 190 days. So they're worried if they ran into bad weather or something down the line, you know, once fall comes, then that that they might not be able to get it in, Was I think was their official reasoning. But it was so sad because I was watching, like, a a, a GIF of uh, – they were like, this is the saddest GIF ever for bas- for baseball. And it was one of the Orioles caught a ball – and you know how when they make a good play, they throw a ball into the stands? Yeah. They, they showed him throw the ball into the empty stands and just bounce around. And they're like, that's quite possibly the saddest thing we've ever seen. Um, but they did, the fans were allowed to stand on the Orioles, um, like on their sidewalk, I guess. Like at, here in West Virginia at the power park, you know how they have the, yeah. the gates. They were able to stand at the gates and watch. Because when I watched the highlights, somebody hit a home run and you could hear people cheering. And it was the players and the people across the street.
5: That, that is also disrespectful. If you're going to let them, let them come watch the games. Either, or, or, halt, halt. shame on you baseball.
0: <laughs> it's all about that money.
5: It is, but there's no money to be made. TV the,
0: money, though. They still the TV money a little bit. It's, it's yeah. sh- shame on you TV money.
5: Shame, shame, shame.
0: Scotty's not pleased. Moving on to a much more lighter snap jab story. One that uh I know you guys are very excited about. High five. <laughs> Um, so I will toss this over to you guys to kind of kind of talk to them about what this is.
5: All right, so I was on Twitter because that's what I do. I'm your Native American Internet Spirit Guide. This is what I do. I'm on the Internet. And so someone on Twitter posted this link to Russia's version of MMA. And so it says, Octagon kind of ring. And I'm like, okay, I'll watch this. But it wasn't like two half-naked dudes fighting like most MMA is. Let's, let's admit it, It's kind of homoerotic. And, and, so, no. What we get is two guys dressed in knights armor with shields and blunt swords beating the ever-loving out of each other. Oh, my God. It was so awesome. I was excited. Can you tell? I'm just like, I'm following it now. I'm, it's a sport I can get into. Red Knight,
0: Red Knight or Black Knight? Which were, which were you pulling for? I
5: was pulling for the Black Knight. I think the Black Knight was doing better. The Red Knight wins. Spoiler. Yep. But, um, you know, he got some good head hit. hit yeah. I mean, it was close. The, the card was close. The Redneck did get some, like, that shield bashing in the face. Yeah, when like, he took him to the ground. Oh. American. Yes. Mm.
4: <laughs> <laughs> ah! We found Scotty's new favorite sport. One
5: of them. <laughs>
4: but, no, you, I wish I would have had, like, a video to, to show my reaction to this. Because for, like, the first, when they're introducing everybody, I'm sitting there. With like trying to figure out what is going on, I'm like, is that like ring attire that he's wearing? Because I know you know how like they come in there. It's like, is, is he trying to pull a Macho Man Randy Savage? <laughs> is, what this, is, is this kind of like
0: dinner theater? They're just gonna perform for me. It's yeah, medieval this, time. Is this
4: like a? Is this like a? Because I I really I left it in Russian for some reason. I didn't translate it on my on my laptop, so I didn't know what it was. So I was like, what is this? Is this like a pro wrestling event? I didn't like, translate
5: it on my on my computer, but the, the
4: commentary was in English. I, it, the
5: There's two
0: videos. There's one with the English and one with Russian. Oh. The, the
4: commenta- commentators hadn't started yet. Oh. Yeah, it was the entrance And I was like, is this like wrestling? And then they put on the shield, the, the arm. By the and, way,
5: I like how he pronounce it properly. Is this like wrestling?
4: And I was like, is this like wrestling? Thank something? you. And, like, I they put on the helmet and everything. And I was like, "What? what is What is going on? And they started handing them weapons. I was like, what is going on? Then they come into the middle and just start beating the Oh. <laughs> It was like, MMA <laughs> with weapons.
5: It was gorgeous. It's <laughs> like, what is this? <laughs>
4: it's
5: the best thing in the world.
4: <laughs> have you heard about the MMA uh, like Royal Rumble, like the battle royales that they do?
5: No, they put a bunch of guys together, to beat each other up.
4: Yeah, they get like twelve guys into a ring, and it's no holds barred. You I'm, can do whatever you want.
5: Okay, D- do they have armor, shields, and nope? Then I don't care. Because <laughs> I watched two guys in knights' armors beat the ever living out of each other, <laughs> no. and that was amazing to me. <laughs> no, these
4: guys. The only thing you can't do is you can't hit somebody in the proper parts. You can't hit somebody. I even. saw two guys in armor
5: with blood swords beating the crap out of each other, and you're like, oh, these twelve naked dudes are gonna fight." No, no, dude, two guys. And I've been wanting this since I was six. Where have you been all my life? I want a guy with a mace swinging around.
4: How many times have you seen the movie
1: Gladiator?
5: Oh, I like that movie. <laughs> No. I would yeah see that's what we need lions in this we need to put the lions into this gnarly just argh.
4: Rome has went to Moscow <laughs>
5: right Bravo Putin <laughs> bravo because because i this is a sport only invented by Vladimir Putin Vladimir was like this sport is not good we need knights and lions
4: <laughs> that's
5: how I think Putin sounds he, like
4: it you know how he attends, attends the, uh, the event Rides in there shirtless on a bear. Yes, of course.
5: That's how he rides to any event. He goes to, like, Parliament online. Like, <laughs> like nice, I like a
0: nice shirtless Putin. <laughs> yeah, that's how he shows up. I don't baby. know.
5: Well, right, we'll you, all right, but we'll tell Carrie. That's
0: what, Uh. yeah. Now this got awkward. Have, we must show our... Combat. Between
5: you and your 12 dudes and your...
0: Shit. <laughs> I'm like, dudes. I
5: thought two guys in night would fight each other. What would made it better was lightsabers, but we hadn't got that technology yet.
4: Just go buy it from
0: the store. Yeah, but you can't have like a real lights like cut people in half like lightsaber. Or Are you wanting that, or is it just no, the prop? Well, I, you just want them to beat each other. Okay, right,
5: okay. I'd rather. All right. Can I have a mixture of both? Because in the Star Wars universe, there's training lightsabers that I don't cut. So you want the training? ones? Yeah, just, just
0: just you don't want to maim your, your your combatant. All right. So
5: there's a sport. There's a sport. I don't know if it's still running, but uh, there was a sport in a, in this country that was invented in Canada that they can't play in Canada called Taser Ball. And, and Taser Ball <laughs> he's about to lose it. Keep going. <laughs> taser ball is this giant soccer ball that I mean it's huge. that you care you carry around with you. But it's a it's a it's four on four and everyone is carrying a taser. And you shock people <laughs> and to get the ball that's how you that's how you tackle your
4: Please <laughs> tell me there's explosions.
5: No, no, no. But see, that would make it better. See, I like the way you think, you yeah. know. I would like to be the Vince McMahon of these kind of sports. That's what I'll you know, maybe one day the Mump Guest Network could be hosting these crazy ass sports. That's what I want. That's what I want. So bad. It's like <laughs> like like um you got I'm gonna ask this question and probably already know the answer. Have you guys seen Tron?
0: No. Uh, right, all right. So
5: Tron right. has got these guys with frisbees that they throw at each other, yeah, and that blow I'm stuff fine. up and stuff. I want that. <laughs> or okay. what's that game played in uh, Cuba with a high velocity ball and uh, the I got can there? It's got it's a weird name, but Castro
4: it's, ball. <laughs> <laughs> that's,
5: a, I think that's a made up sport. I, I think I think we've just invented Castro ball. Can I, <laughs> uh, you guys talk a second. Um, you can't do your bad news because I'm still. Here. Oh no, I got a phone. I can do. It. i at looking on the phone, so you can do your bad news. I'm going to come back okay. with this, with this other sport. But yeah, um, I highly recommend the 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 MMA uh, night stuff. Um, if he'll remember, we'll put a post. I'll make him post a link at, at, to to the YouTube video at the bottom of this video uh, this uh, episode. But I found out there's uh, people in this country that do it, and I have a friend of mine. Who is doing? Who uh, has a buddy? So i have a friend of a friend who's doing it in Poland right now, and he's want to do. He wants to do a, a Mopcast raw with us. Cool. about his experiences. So that's coming. That's 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 going to be a thing. So I'm probably going to hear first. He yeah, has exclusive. It's exclusive. That's why you listen to the Mopcast Network. You never know what kind of crazy stuff that we're going to pop up because that's what we do. We just.
0: And I think that's going to do it for our Snapchat segment. <laughs> <I think. laughs> How many notes did you write down over there? My chicken scratch.
5: So, so can you sum up the sum up what this
0: conversation Yeah, I
5: wanna hear about. the summary. I really want to hear it. Well
0: okay. you guys um, are great. Summary for the Snap Jabs. We talked uh, the Baltimore riots. We talked El um, Jefe wanting shirtless men in UFC. I like a shirtless Putin. Uh, we talked Russian night M M A fighting, uh, the invention of Castro Ball and or Taser Ball. Coming to a TV screen near you. We also talked about the, uh, because, the, right, the 80s and 90s, how they enjoyed the um, the neon colors. All right, the, the sport is called jai. Jai. Yeah, and it's uh, it that's not as cool as catch ball. Yeah, maybe that's what it's. Maybe that's how you translate it. Maybe that's it's, what it
5: is. It's a sport involving a ball bounced off a wall, space by accelerating it to a high speed with a handheld device. Nice. <laughs> it's been in like the 1800s. I'm, I'm fixing to go look for some YouTube video of this so we can watch.
4: Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Is it the one where they got like the... The, uh, the
5: weird curved ball hand? Yeah, and here? they're just wow. chunking at each other. It's like...
4: They done that one out on Jackass. Yeah, they took out Johnny Knoxville with it.
5: I believe it. It is crazy.
4: Yeah, Johnny Knoxville, he just stood there and just like... Him and Steve-o and never just like bent over and said, "Bring it," and they just whack. And they had they had bruises on them the size of a rotisserie chicken.
0: Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah.
5: Mm, rotisserie chicken. Sorry.
0: <laughs> uh. All right. Let me see something. <laughs> We're sitting here watching the. Uh, the this is. What's it called again? Gyali. Ali. I almost called it gyro ball. <laughs> So they got these long, weird. That kind hands. of like anteater hands, right? And they just launch it. And ju- yeah, no, I don't think this is a, this is a sport for me. I don't. I don't
5: well, yeah, of course, it, it involves running. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, you
0: got me. It also kind of looks like they're using those... Remember when you were a kid, they would have the two scoops, and you'd have the ball, right? and you'd throw it in the little wiffle ball, and you'd have to catch it in the, the curvature of the uh, scoop?
5: Yeah. yeah, that's what it's... A scoop is a good... name. This this It's not as high-velocity like this guy is trying to make this video. This video is kind of lame. Yeah, that was a kind of a... They don't have, like... See, production people. Line I mean, needs, like, production people.
0: Uh, we're going to go ahead and move right on to these... Bad news segment now.
5: I'm just making up sound effects
4: for your show. <laughs> actually,
0: actually, I feel like that we should found a taser ball team.
4: The West Virginia Energizer.
5: We can make a voice of it. Just play it. You got the lightning and the power. So yeah. you,
0: know. you got the lightning and the power. Now we'll bring the battery. Uh, the first story on today's bad news segment is about UFC, El Jefe Locos' favorite, uh, favorite organization. Uh, it's about John Bone Jones. He's fresh out of rehab, fresh off his uh, cocaine, kicked the cocaine habit, but now he's been stripped of his titles, and now he's being questioned in a hit and run accident that sent a pregnant woman in her twenties to the hospital with minor energy injury injuries Sunday morning. Words are hard. Yeah, they are hard for me today. Energy. Um. So yeah, John Jones, John Bone Jones. Um kind of not having his stuff together. I think he was a little bit more of a better person before he went to rehab. (laughs) It tends to be the case. Yeah, (laughs) I guess he he took a drink. I'm not saying that against rehab.
5: I'm just saying it dramatically changes
0: you. Um, Jones' upcoming light heavyweight title against Anthony Johnson remains scheduled for May 23rd as of now. Without getting ahead of the facts here, though, police in Albuquerque have, um, having to resort to publicity, or publicly asking him to call them on the phone to discuss him possibly having fled the scene of an early morning accident Will not do much to quell the concerns raised by his having miraculously conquered a supposed cocaine addiction in 24 hours earlier this year. So, yeah, he, he didn't spend too much time um, <laughs> battling those cocaine demons. But, yeah. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute,
5: wait a minute. So one day he's like, I'm on cocaine. It's like, I'm good. I'm
0: good. I've, I've done it.
5: I, I don't think it works that way. I mean, I'm not judging his journey, but I'm kind of judging his journey and saying, no. <laughs> he's
0: been talking to Charlie Sheen too
4: much.
5: Charlie Sheen doesn't... He, he wins. He, yeah, he does not win. He, winner! The... I win! He wins.
4: Charlie Sheen wins.
5: I guess. Uh, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, can you name a Charlie Sheen movie?
0: Platoon.
5: Okay, he gets one. it's <laughs> a good movie. Won an Oscar.
0: That's what he uh, hopes his life will turn out to be like, Platoon. Really? He wants
5: to go to be Vietnam? No.
0: I don't yeah. want another Vietnam.
5: I didn't, say, I didn't ask you if you wanted. I just said, do you want to go to Vietnam? You could go there and open like a nice bed and breakfast. Yeah, where is it where you going to open your bar? Belize. Belize, that's right. On Kay
0: Cocker oh. Island. See, he's got a plan. <laughs> this man has a plan, an escape route. <laughs> I'm going to be catering to eco-tourists, so, so look for us. Yeah, just in case the broadcast stuff never works out, you got to backup plan. He can
5: broadcast from Belize. Yeah, I
0: can do that. I mean, it is technically a third world country, but I think I'd be able to have electricity. <laughs> Hopefully, anyway. Well, and then
5: the, you know, batteries, man. You can podcast anywhere. Yeah, that's true. Cover
0: their sports. Do You got this next story about the uh, social media.
4: Actually, I was going to give it to Scotty. Okay, okay. I Scotty, <laughs> since,
0: since he likes, since he
1: loves Twitter.
5: Well, no, I can love a Twitter or anything. I'm like, we're not getting married. Here comes
4: don't. Scotty. Here comes Twitter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Sitting in a tree.
5: I don't know what kind of children we would make: Snapchats or <laughs> 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 Instagrams. Look at my little Instagrams. He's.
4: <clears throat> a cutie. And
5: the granddad is my trying to get my, my paper shuffled professionally.
0: Yeah.
5: The Rockets Twitter account sent out a tweet Tuesday night as the team played game five against the Mavericks, which showed a gun to a horse's head in emoji, <laughs> along with Shh just close your eyes. It'll be over soon. Houston was in the process of eliminating Dallas. The tweet was deleted shortly after, and Chad Shanks, the digital communications manager behind the tweet, was apparently fired today. I never meant to offend anyone, Shanks said. I attempted to admittedly edgy jab at the Mavericks and Spitz Did not go over well with everyone. The, orga- the organization supported my efforts to make this account one of the best in the NBA by pushing the envelope, but they deemed it too far. I'm extremely grateful for the opportunities and experiences I got from the Rockets. I know they acted in what they thought was their best interest to avoid any more controversy. I didn't mean to advocate violence toward animals. Just let my emotions get the best of me in a jab at the mask. That 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 very uh, that was not very well thought out. I'm proud of my four seasons of award-winning work with the Rockets and will always be a fan. I wish they would have been another method of punishment, but I have no ill <laughs> will what does he want to be spanked or put in the corner or time? Alright, this dude put like a. Alright, Mavericks, we're going to kill you. Shh, it's going to be okay.
0: Oh, what, I think that's right! <laughs> what kind of awards does a social media account really garnish, though?
5: I can't wait to win ours. <laughs> like,
0: that's what I'm saying. Like, that's... A streamy or a webby or. Yeah, yeah I those bet. Those are it, both real things.
5: Elvett looking at me like,
0: what? <laughs> no, I, I know the real things. So, I mean. This guy pretty much had the coolest, one of the coolest jobs, I would say. I mean, I, it's All not very, yeah, it, it's not very, you know, gratifying. You're not like, people aren't going to recognize you walking down the street like, oh yeah, there goes the Matt, there goes the uh, Rockets social media guru, there mm. he is, David Shanks, way to go, buddy.
5: But i take that job in a heartbeat. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mavericks, I'm, I mean, or Rockets, if you're listening. <laughs>
0: I'm anti-horse violence. So are Mavericks horses? Yeah. 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 I thought they were Mel Gibson's.
5: I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: We're the Dallas Mel Gibsons. I uh, hope you've enjoyed <laughs> You ever seen that movie? That
5: movie's great. Or the James Gardner. I, I went with Mel Gibson because I figured y'all may have seen the movie. But uh, James Gardner was on the TV show and also in the movie. You ever seen Maverick? No.
0: No. You ever seen Maverick? God. No. God. <laughs> <laughs> I just shook my head. I was like, mm, yeah. You do that a lot. <laughs> yeah. When I, I mean, hey, it, it keeps it's conversation just, going.
5: Just, Ma- Maverick's a good movie, even if it's got Mel Gibson in it. And this is before Mel Gibson went crazy, so so I, he gets a pass. Yeah?
4: This is before Mel, Mel Gibson
0: lose. I, I lost. <laughs> lost. No, lose, lost. You know, whatever. However I you want to say Words
5: are
4: hard. <laughs> Words
5: Dick <lost>. trickle.
1: It's
4: <laughs> the same to every day in West Virginia.
5: No, uh, Maverick's based on this TV show about this card player who goes around all uh, throughout the West, and it's got um, him and... Like the old West? Like the old West, yeah. Like it's an olden days kind of things and... So he's trying to he's trying to win a a big poker match on a, a riverboat, and so it's got um, James Gardner and uh, oh god, there's a lot of people. Clint Black's in it, and I think Travis Tritt's in it, and that's
0: the first name other than Mel Gibson that I've recognized. You know
5: Clint Black, you know Clint Black, right? Nope. Oh man, is <laughs> Elizabeth's from old country, and uh, Uncle Jesse from the um, Duke 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 Dukes Hazard. Dukes Hazard. He's in. It. Oh. <laughs> I was half expecting one of you guys to go full house. I'm to like, no, not John <laughs> Stamos. Uh, God, who else is in it? Uh, Clarice from... Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster's in it. Uh, she's the... Oh. Yeah, she Yeah.
1: And,
5: uh, hello, Clarice. Yeah,
4: hello, Clarice. No, it's, I think it's a good
5: evening, Clarice. <laughs> <laughs> they have something real It's been the of the so I don't... It's on Netflix. My, my, it my is m- on Netflix.
4: My mother loves Signs of the
5: Lambs. It's a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. Has you seen the Hannibal show? No, I have not. No, has she seen it? Oh no! You should tell her to watch that show.
4: She, my my mother is weird because she doesn't like. <laughs> yes, I've TV. seen you. <laughs>
5: well, yes,
4: thank you. <laughs> but no, she she hates horror movies or scary movies in any way. But she loves Silence of the Lambs. What's well, a, so, oh, a psychological crime thrill? She'll love the TV show.
1: No, yeah,
0: she'll well, love. That's what, I, that's what I'm sitting there thinking. I was like, I would much rather. I don't really consider the Silence of the Lambs like to be a traditional horror film. I think it's more like you said a. a Psychological thriller more than anything. Because, like, when I think of horror films, though, I think of, like, you know, slashers or, like... What's always scared me is, like, exorcism movies. Yeah. Because, I mean, that kind of stuff's, like, real freaky. So, that's been... That's what freaks me out. My, what scares you? The dark. <laughs> I sleep
4: I with sleep a night later on in my dorm.
0: Are you being... I'm thinking you're joking. Actually, I've spent the (laughs) night in a room with you, so I know you're joking. Unless you turned into a sleep. Actually,
4: when you went to sleep, I plugged in my (laughs)
0: nightlight. He's gone now. Well, I had the elf with I had Elfina, our elf, with us, so I'm sure that was
5: (laughs) that. That was I took Mop with me to Columbus. I had two beds. She slept in one. I slept in the other.
0: Jeff walked out of the room when I had um, Elfina, and I was, you know, taking pictures for Twitter.
5: And if you don't know who Elfina is, listen to uh, episode. Of the Weekly Podcast.
0: Yes, we talk about Elfina on episode. on there.
4: I was gonna say that that's way back there. That's that was, and, uh
0: And yeah, so she she freaked Jeff out because like that was our first like real road trip together too, for the football team. Was no. that the first time you ever stayed like in a fancy second. hotel? Two second
4: <laughs> <laughs> ask, ask Aaron about my experience with my first time ever staying in a fancy hotel. I was freaking out in there. He was, was like, he was stoked. He was <laughs> <It's, it's> like. <laughs> I, my, the first thing i done, I walked in the bathroom and I seen the coffee pot right beside the uh, the john. And I walked out. And I He's looked, like, this is high living right here. <laughs> no, no, no. I'll tell
5: you what high living is because uh, we're not way off topic of sports. All right, so <laughs> um, all three of us are in this organization, National Broadcast Society, which I'm sure I know on the network we've talked about, especially episode 23. You guys should listen to that. That's got like 80 hits on it. I call out NBS on that one. It's pretty bad. Uh, <laughs> but it's got like a, like a lot of hits. They're never going to have me back, pretty much. <laughs> uh, and so, this con- convention, our co- annual convention was in Atlanta. And you want to talk about Swink? There was a phone by the toilet.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Look at him. He, he just can't.
5: Like, I don't know a situation where I'm on the can and I want to call somebody, but I would be able to.
4: I, I, I want that option.
5: I'm just saying, it was just like oh, it was in the arms. He's like, oh look, it's 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 a poop phone. <laughs> so you can order room service. <laughs> uh, you know, like, I'm making room for you. <laughs> Bring up the oh!
4: Bring up the rotisserie chicken. <laughs> but but no, like I walked in there and I was looking around and I was like, oh man, I was like, there's an ironing board, there's a coffee
5: pot. It's like a house, yeah. Yeah, and I
4: and I walked out and Aaron's like, have you never stayed in anything this fancy? I was like, no. I said the fanciest thing I stayed in was it had collar TV and shag rugs that smelled like the 70s. That was the fanciest thing I ever stayed in.
5: Sir, sir, I'm just going to ask this question that I know is on our listeners' mind. What does the 70s smell like?
4: (laughs) Uh, It smells like you don't want to know.
0: It's funky.
5: Right? It's it's, 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 It's it's like Parliament Funkadelic. Yeah, it is. It's it's like Earth, Wind, and Fire.
4: It's funky. It smells like disco, all right? Okay, anyway, now yeah, that's two different got, forms of music. And it's even disco a, and
5: funk are different.
4: But no, it's it smells like George of, Clinton. It's even got a hint of disco died. All right. It,
5: yeah, you're totally out of your element. Good try though. Yeah, <laughs>
0: It's I'm. a rough. It's a rough smell. It is. It is. at
5: least on color TV, right?
0: Yeah, color TV.
4: The, the even the even the TV looks like it came from the seventies. You know, like you had the black and then you. The uh, black panels on the front, and then you get up and you dial it. Oh, I had turned out right. Like, rock yeah, on. Yeah, I had, a, yeah, I had turned out, and I had the the wooden uh, patterns on the side. Yeah, it was it was an experience.
5: I remember when uh, when I was little, we moved to Texas, and my Mom got a new job at her Pizza Hut. So she got a different job at a different Pizza Hut, and so we moved the whole family me, my uncle, my grandmother, and her. And but until we could get our a place, we had to stay in a hotel for a couple of, for a week or two. And I remember watching, because uh, it had free HBO, and I remember watching Superman 2, like, every day. Because, you know, that's what, they, they had, like, four movies, five movies, mm-hmm. and so they just ran them all the time. So I was like, all right, three o'clock, Superman 2! All right. I've seen Superman 2, like, a million times that week. And I was, like, four, with a, with a cape running, flying around, with, like, a towel. It's
4: kind of like my McDonald's, uh, my McDonald's experience when Brothers was born. Yeah. Yeah, I went. I tricked my family into taking me to McDonald's four times in one day.
0: Four times
5: in one day?
4: Uh, hey, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's
5: the answer of your diabetes. <laughs> a, that's there, a origin that, story. That, that hurts. Hurt. <laughs>
4: hey,
5: I mean, I, I, I should. You should see McDonald's.
4: <laughs> now, you gave me diabetes. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Thank you, for <Wolf> Brimley. <laughs>
4: <laughs> diabetes.
5: So what did we learn? He's writing notes. What did we learn this segment? Uh, <laughs> we ain't
4: even done with this segment. We still got one more story. Oh, what's the other story? Yeah, what's right. the other story? Oh, the... Yeah, the, uh, the the Cavs and the Celtics. Oh, you want to read it? I, I, I
5: was going to do it, man. Oh, yeah, no, no. no, no, no yeah, it's your show. <laughs>
4: the, the last story to wrap all this up. Things got heated between the Celtics and the Cavs in the elimination game, which saw Kevin Love get his shoulder dislocated, and Jay Crawford of the Celtics got beat up <laughs> On by Kendrick Perkins and J.R. Smith. So
0: the Celtics and the Cavs went at it. Yeah, they went at it. It was a little chippy. Did you see the video of Kevin Love? Okay, all
5: right, all right. Okay, hold on. It was um, a shoulder dislocated and a dude got bit up and you went, oh, it was a little chippy? <laughs> it was.
4: It was, a little, it was a little a little. chippy. A little chippy. What would you, you know,
5: call an like brawl? We've <laughs> <The laughs> got a chalk line here the, on the court.
0: The malice he walked, at the palace. He
4: walked off the court gingerly.
0: But yeah, they. Um, did you see the video? No. Uh, I okay. Good. Well, Kelly Kelly Olenek and Kevin Love are battling for a <laughs> rebound. Kelly Olynyk basically puts Kevin Love in kind of like an armbar type type move, and just dislocates his shoulder. So, yeah, it was definitely – It wasn't intentional. It was just one of those things that happened. See, I don't know. I think it was intentional. Cause I played...
5: don't. I mean, probably the move was intentional. I don't think he's like, I'm going to dislocate this dude's yeah, shoulder. Yeah, I don't think he
0: meant to, to dislocate the guy's shoulder, but I think the move was intentional. I think he was trying to, you know, maybe send a message or something. But, yeah, Kevin Love's out for the remainder of the playoffs. I mean, the Cavs, they did sweep the Celtics, so now they're waiting to play the winner of the Chicago Bulls, Milwaukee Bucks. Let's not talk about that. Go Bulls! Yeah, yeah, Scott, you're a smart man. Three two, I mean they're up. Yeah. In the series. yeah,
4: but they was, oh man, they was they was putting the smack of down on
0: them. And the what? Bucks are a scrappy team. I like OJ Mayo. I, they're a really good scrappy team up there in Milwaukee.
5: What Bulls fans is like ninety two favorite bull, Rodman.
0: Oh yes,
5: <laughs> the worm. <laughs> yes, I was a worm fan when he was a Piston. Then he moved to this. Uh, we have talked about this. I was a worm fan when he was a Piston. And then he moved to San Antonio. I was in San Antonio because of was him. then he became a bull, bull. And I was like, well, that was the last piece they were missing. Because it was yeah. like, Jordan and Scottie Pippen are awesome. and uh, They just need John somebody to control the, the paint. Uh, uh, John Paxton. John Paxton. Amazing white dude who can throw three throws. Mm-hmm. No one knows it. We're like, John, John Paxton, if you're listening to, I worship your sneakers. You are awesome. I missed. See, that, that's basketball to me. That's when my old guy curmudgeon comes in. Because I, I try to watch basketball now. Wait, so three like, throws
0: are your thing no just, about
5: basketball? No, just... That era of basketball, Jordan. Oh, yeah. and that there's a you know, I remember watching Jordan, uh, the, uh, the Bulls Lakers like ninety two, that that that, that um, championship. You know, Magic come back minus AIDS and was showed back up and to play that loud. <laughs> He's laughing, but it's true. It is yeah because ninety one you know, ninety one had the the AIDS thing happen, and then they played the next year, and they got to the they got to the finals, and it was like you know, Jordan, <laughs> Magic Johnson with AIDS versus Michael Jordan, who was young and hungry for it. I mean. It was an ugly. It was awesome, and Lakers had that you know the, the previous years. A had knocked the Bulls out. B they were dominating that that era. I mean, because mm-hmm. I mean you had Kareem and Magic, and I mean this is pre-Kobe. Come on, man. Yeah. this is oh, Vladdy Dvok.
0: Vladdy ended up going to the Hornets. Yeah, and the trade for Kobe. Yeah, that's crazy. There would have never been a Pelicans team if if Kobe would have. St- been a Hornet. You realize that? Yeah, that's probably true. Bloody D would have been a Laker But
5: New Orleans a... needs a team because they gave Utah the jazz. <laughs> that
0: is true. And I hate the how like the team kept the name yeah. from New Orleans to Utah. It's like what's, what's so jazzy about Utah? As as,
5: the, as basketball did the jazz moved to a town with no music.
0: <laughs> yeah, like it's 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 rough. Like, uh, but I grew up being a huge uh, Robin fan. I had the orange and yellow sneakers, um, they called him my, my McDonald's shoes. Definitely modeled my game after Rodman.
5: I've got so. a lot of... I have a lot of Rodman uh, bas- basketball guys. I, I have his rookie, his Pistons rookie. And um, did, did you watch the 30 for 30 about the Pistons? The bad boys, yeah. The bad boys one? And you yeah. see Rodman, who is like the sweet, innocent one? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Isaiah Thomas corrupted that boy. <laughs> Isaiah <laughs> Thomas' is evil just was like, You're good! <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, cause it, and it's weird to see like the old that that Rodman versus yeah, he's now. like 20 yeah. nothing
5: yeah. years old and just like twenty nothing. I like I like the many.
0: NWO Rodman. Right, that's my that's my kind of Rodman, uh, taking on the face of uh, Magic, not Magic, Carl um, Malone, the mailman. Yeah, mailman. Yeah, he was the good he was the good wrestler. He was on the faces. Remember you Spud, remember any of that? Spud Web. What? Yeah, I, I remember Spud, Spud Web. Spud Web with Tiny. NWO, WCW. WCW. I, I, watched, I watched a little bit of WCW, but I was more of a
4: WWF
0: fan. More than Get the F out of here. You remember that, when they did that? Yeah. I'll the be whole, because the World Wildlife Foundation. Yeah. I
5: mean, but but the WWF was first. <laughs> well, technically, WW, technically, it was WWF at first. And
4: then when... Young McMahon took it over. It was WWF. Huh. And then the whole World Wildlife Federation and all that came out. Al
5: Hefe, does this mean anything to you? What? The XFL League.
4: I love the XFL. I I did. I like the XFL. All
5: right. Just make sure that. Yeah,
4: I I know about the XFL. Okay,
5: the XFL. I like the XFL too. Too
4: bad bad it only lasted
0: a season. Because they couldn't make it. And it it was not what it was promised to be. It was promised to be no rules football. There were still flags. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah,
5: those rules. Yeah. Well, that's it where we did, got he hate
0: me. Yeah, I was going to say, it did bring Rod Smart, he hate me into the league. He so, hate me. So that's always good.
5: He played for Carolina for a while, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: Is it was I've, I've always wondered, was that his real last name? He hate,
0: he hate me? No, his no. name was Rod Smart. <laughs> right. okay, but okay, they've okay. got to play with nicknames on their jerseys. Because that's the thing they can't do in like the real league.
4: <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, because I, when I was a kid and I, seen it, I was like, D- is that his real name?
0: I wish it was his real name. Um, and that's gonna do it. I do believe for our bad news segment, unless you have any other stories. Nope. All right. So, you know, today is the NFL draft. Starts yes! tonight. Starts tonight. Um, everybody is out there. You know, you've read the mock drafts and everything like that. Of I who, have not. <laughs> of who's gonna be the top ten? I segment. have
5: not had time. To- this is the seriously. I'm usually on top of the. Yeah. draft. I love NFL. I do, and I'm usually on top of just. Like, especially who Buffalo's going to draft. Because you know me, I am a diehard Bills fan. Even with Rex Ryan. So,
0: I <laughs> think they're going to be really good under Rex. God, I
5: gotta hope so. We need to be, we need to, it's been so long since we've been good. <laughs> so,
0: he, he fixed his tattoo. It's a Buffalo Bills jersey. Right, and so it's maybe that will no, bring so. bring us
5: the luck. Um, I have no idea who we draft. draft the, there's talk of a quarterback. You need one. <laughs> Come on, we got Matt Castle. Come on. The future. <laughs> exactly. You need one. <laughs> the future of Matt Castle. He, he played under Tom Brady. And then he went to, uh, what, the Chiefs? or? Yeah, he. I think he ended up playing think, the Chiefs. And think he, he played for the Vikings. I think he was a backup for uh, the – I think we got him from Houston.
0: Yeah, he, he bounced around a little bit. <laughs> well, you know, he wasn't Tom Brady. <laughs> Just the way, man. But so what we figured we would do – I'm a Ravens fan. El Jefe is a Colts fan. So we went and went, ran through each one of our picks and who we think – will be drafted
4: I have a question yes you're a Ravens fan I'm a coach. play this game how do we get along in, in the booth all, all
0: the time my girlfriend's a Browns fan so wow and They're my all... whole family's Steelers fan so I
4: don't, don't worry my brother's a Steelers fan
0: well I hate your brother
4: yeah he sits there and he walks around the house in like his in his uh, Steelers pajamas yeah. my cousin who is, a, who is a Dallas Cowboys fan will come up to him he's like why don't you take that crap off just go in there and wash it off and then my other friend, he's a Seahawks fan. It's not when it comes to me and my my friends. Nobody gets nobody gets along when it comes to NFL,
0: I, and I think that's good though, to because I mean, it, while it would be cool to have a whole bunch of friends who all support the same team, and you guys all were, I I like it. It does add to the thrill of the Sundays.
5: Is he the first pick of the
0: show? First pick of the draft goes to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> they did have a bad season. They they really did. <laughs> Um, but we will go and Jeff. What what pick is yours? What for the Colts? Yeah, like what number? You guys are after twenty six, right?
4: Uh, yeah.
0: Okay, so. so I'll go for Well, the Bills picks first. You want to go first?
5: <laughs> um, uh, can we trade our pick? <laughs> 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 uh, they're I'm, I like I said they're looking at they're looking at freaking. Quarterbacks, they are and with Jameis Winston and Marcus Mariota,
0: yeah, they're not gonna be there though. When you guys pick,
5: they may trade up
0: though. Okay, so you so you're going to call for a trade?
5: Probably knowing them, they're uh, Sammy Watkins.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say you guys mortgage the future for Sammy Watkins, Watkins, so you need somebody to throw the ball,
5: right? So I don't know, I you know, I we have, I honestly, I think the last good quarterback, well, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, was good for us. Mm-hmm and I you know I respect the beard I hate that he's gone um uh who do we have who who's the guy we had last th- this ran. that's how like that's how bad it is the season yeah. uh, who was it uh we picked him with this year and he's just like I'm leaving guys peace out <laughs> and uh anyway I, it wasn't David Carr it was um uh, oh I can't remember now anyway we we have we have um we have EJ and you know and then we have Matt castle <laughs> So I guess we need but here's the problem here's my problem with rookie quarterbacks because we never get like, Amazing rookie, we don't get like an in uh, Eli or Philip
0: Rivers or you get a guy that's gonna be out of the league in like three years. <laughs> right,
5: and we and we constantly do this. We, I mean, that's a thing for us. And so if Rex Ryan can see something special in somebody, and you never know because people get hurt. But before like Ryan Fitzpatrick, Trent Edwards was like amazing for us, and then Clay Matthews ended his career. I watched that. I watched Clay Matthews end his in in um, Green Bay. Trent Edwards goes back to bath, Clay Matthews sacks him, gives him a concussion, sits on his head, and poses. I watched this. And I'm like, I
4: don't think that's legal. And I like, uh. big boy. It's like
5: 2010, and and just was like, and I was like, and, and I watched that game, and Trent Edwards got up and tried to play, and yeah, that just, that, that, I was like, that dude is out of the league. That, and, so, and he didn't come back for us, and I think he just bounced around a little bit and just kind of, he's like JP Losman, who another bust for us. So, um, anybody for God's sakes, just win. Just
0: somebody that can throw the ball. Uh, so I'll,
5: I'll take Peyton. One, day. we'll trade it <laughs> off for Peyton.
0: My first pick, uh, we picked twenty-six. Marcus Peters. He's a quarterback from Washington. Uh, Ravens took a chance on a troubled cornerback in the first round of a few years ago in Jimmy Johnson. They just or Jimmy Smith. They just gave him a contract extension. So hopefully, you know, we're able to we're able to do that again with Marcus Peters. Because we really haven't had good luck. There's a lot of good wide receivers in this draft, but my team does not do well drafting wide receivers that stick on the team through the first three rounds. So I'm going Marcus Peters.
5: All right, i want to interrupt your pick before before I go. All right, because i got to go class. So listen to the Mopcast Network, www.mopcast.com. Listen to the weekly Mopcast. You can follow me at Twitter, at Scotty White. Pray for our bills. Hashtag pray bills. (laughs) And he's out of here. Longer than I was going to. I was going
0: to be like five minutes, but this was too much
5: fun. Come, yeah, you come to come organize our show next
4: week. I will. I will. <laughs> I will, I will I'm. Co- I'm I'm to organize it.
5: Bye, Scotty.
0: Uh, so yeah, that Marcus Peters. Um, my team needs cornerback help. We were bringing in guys off the street. Definitely need the help.
4: Yeah. Well, uh, th- we got pick twenty nine in the draft. Uh, round one. They uh they asked um Jim Ursay what his uh wh- who he you know who the Colts needed and he specifically talked about the secondary and the offensive line because that's really what killed us last season and uh, a lot of people are calling for Jake Fisher to go in round 1 for the Colts but I'm going Demarius Randall Demarius Randall the free safety from Arizona
0: State I like the Sun Devils I like that pick um pick number 2 for my team round 2 pick 58 Blake Bell he's a tight end from Oklahoma um we need help at tight end we, Dennis Pitta may or may not ever play again. Owen Daniels is gone. Uh, we have guys like um, Philip Supernaw and stuff like that. That those guys aren't going to do it. They're not going to get it done. We need uh, a talented player. Blake Bell is that talented man. He's six foot six, 252 pounds. Had a great uh, East-West Shrine game. He recorded uh, 16 receptions and 200 for 214 yards and four touchdowns in his senior year. But in his all-star game, he showed the quickness, size, and athleticism to make plays down the middle of the field. I would love that. There's also been rumors about um, Martellus Bennett, the unicorn, getting traded from from Chicago. Would love that. I would gladly take take a player like Martellus Bennett over a drafted tight end any day.
4: Understandable, understandable. Uh, Round two for us, which is the 61st pick overall. Um, I'm going to go with Jake Fisher. Like what I said, uh, the Colt, a lot of people are saying that the Colts are going to pick them in the first round. I don't think so. I think it's going to be second round.
0: Third pick for my Ravens, number 90, David, Devin Funches. So I'm probably saying that name wrong. He's a wide receiver from Michigan. Um, like I said, my team already lost. Torrey Smith, Jacoby Jones, Owen Daniels, more than likely Dennis Pitta. Jump ball Joe needs some weapons, and, and this guy's definitely a baller, so hopefully we get him.
4: Yeah, wait, um, round number three. The ninety third pick overall, I'm going with Lawrence Gibson, the offensive tackle from Virginia Tech. Like what I said, we need people on the <laughs> offensive line. We need you just need the bodies. Yeah, we just we just need bodies. That's all we Wasn't well, it
0: your team that signed the mountain from Game of Thrones? I think so. I think I think we did. I can't I think I, I think it was your team. I think it was. Uh my fourth round pick is pick number one twenty two, and I think a lot of people are saying Shane Ray's gonna fall. Hopefully he falls this far. That's unfortunate for him, but when you get busted a mere, like, what is it, 72 hours before the draft for marijuana, and while it was just a small amount, you know, that, that does send up red flags. So hopefully my team isn't scared off by that because we need pass rushers. Um, Shane Ray, SEC Defensive Player of the Year, he played defensive end at Missouri. We, my team lost Pernell McPhee to free agency this offseason, so they'll need to find some pass rushing depth in the middle rounds, and a lot of people are predicting a fall if he lasts this long. So I hope Ozzy jumps on him. And Ozzy we trust
4: <laughs> and round number four,
0: the one hundred
4: and twenty eighth pick overall. I'm going with round four. Uh, what, right. Going with round four and round four. <laughs> round four and round four. Um, Abraham Campbell, the strong safety from Northwestern. Like what I said, we need people in the secondary. We need
0: depth. So you and, need depth in the on the front end of the offensive line <laughs> and yeah. in the back end of the field. Yep,
4: that's really. If you
0: watch, you need a running back too, though.
4: Yeah, but we get we can get by without it for right, for right now. <laughs> right now we're good we're good but no we uh what we, we got who is it frank gore yeah that
0: is true i forgot you signed yeah, frank yeah, gore yeah, i was just yeah, thinking we, about trent richardson yeah we,
4: now f- get rid of trent richardson <laughs> i i have well derrick rose is starting to get
0: you know he's starting to work your way back into your heart
4: yeah but trent richardson he will never be back in but no i like i said if you watch the afc championship last season you've seen that our secondary fell apart and our front
0: line. You're preaching to the choir about crappy secondaries here as being a Ravens fan. Uh,
4: It's, you know.
0: We got beat so bad on a trick play that the NFL had to ban that play. I know,
4: I know. (laughs) I know, I I watched that game. I was like, oh,
0: okay, okay. Round four, pick 125. I should have went again ahead of that pick. Um, James Sample, did you just say to him?
4: No. Okay. Abraham, right.
0: Abraham Campbell James Sample safety from Louisville. The Ravens have to make a couple of additions on their secondary, which was torched quite often in 2014. They they need to. Good team can't be giving up lots of points. Um, my next pick, round four, pick 136. We got a lot of fourth round picks. <laughs> Pretty good about that. We get a lot of compensatory compensatory picks. Uh, Robert Myers, the offensive tackle guard from Tennessee State. The Ravens don't have much depth on the interior of their offensive line. So they may use a mid-round selection on some help in the area. Um, Earlier, you know, my team was looking at Lyle Collins, um, but he might go to prison. He's, you know, being investigated for the shooting death of his ex-girlfriend who happened to be pregnant at the time. So I don't think this guy gets drafted. Baltimore has shown interest in Robert Myers in the past, so that's where I'm going. All right. Uh, round five for us, which is the 165th pick
4: overall. I'm going with Same Carter. Um, he's a strong safety from TCU, and like what I've stated before,
0: we we need, need help. We <laughs> need depth in the secondary. My round five pick, uh, 158, Tyler Davidson or Davidson defensive tackle nose tackle from Fresno State. Uh, my team needs big bodies. We lost Haloti Chris Canny's not going to be around much longer, so we need a big body in there. My um, other round five pick at number 171, Josh Harper, wide receiver from Fresno State. The Ravens should and could address the receiver position much earlier than this, but you know they're going to do it here. And the reason I'm slating a wide receiver at this point is, like I said earlier, my team's weakness in drafting is wide receivers in the early rounds. They take him in the fifth round, but they tend to be all right. So fifth and beyond. So hopefully Josh Harper is one of those guys. Uh, my next pick, round five, pick one seventy six, Malcolm Brown. He's a running back from Texas. My team needs somebody, needs some depth. You know, um, gone from my team, Ray Rice, Bernard Pierce. We did resign Justin Forsett to a to a deal. Um, hopefully, you know, he's able to do as well as he perform as well as he was did last year. Outside of him, though, we don't really have that much depth. We got Fitz Tufant and um, Lorenzo Telfair, and guys like that, guys that are unproven. So Malcolm Brown. Could come in and step in immediately.
4: Understandable. Uh, round six, uh, the 205th pick overall. I'm going with Chris Harper, a wide receiver from Cal, because we need people around Andrew Luck. And what I've learned from Madden, from playing Madden in NCAA o- over the years, you can never have too many wide receivers on a team.
0: Yeah, you definitely. That you. It, you can never have. You'll never see a quarterback complaining about having too many weapons. Yep. Uh, my last pick of the draft, round 6, pick 204. I don't know why I'm trying to scroll down on my iPad with the mouse that's not even connected to it. Um Raheem Cato. So the reason I say this is because our quarterback depth Tyrod Taylor's a Buffalo Bill. Now he he's going to pursue a career up there. We don't really have anybody. Um, Joe Flacco, he's very durable. He hasn't missed any games throughout his career. But, you know, we're only one bad play away from from not having a quarterback. And when you're having unproven guys in the league as the backup, and I know Cato would be a backup, um, but he's a bit undersized for the NFL. But I believe he could learn a lot behind Flacco. And, like I said, Flacco is very durable. So, you know, it's kind of like the Aaron Rodgers situation, not comparing Flacco to Favre. But, you know, he would be able to sit there and learn behind a good quarterback and, you know, come in if need be. Good thing about Cato, even though he's undersized, he broke a lot of NCAA records. And and school records as well down in Marshall and Marshall's you know they've put out some guys in the league like Chad Pennington Byron Leftwich guys like that so they do have the talent there so, and, and I think the guy the, this young man deserves a chance and hopefully my team takes a flyer on him I don't know if they will uh, this is just my my mock draft I figure if if Cato doesn't get drafted which is a lot of a lot of the mock drafts I've been reading say he won't get drafted unless he does a quarterback um, position change. I hope he gets a shot as a quarterback. I think that if he doesn't get drafted, I think he'll be one of those um, one of those free agents that teams are lining up as soon as the draft's over, you know, preferred free agent. So hopefully he gets a shot. Uh, you know, whoever he goes to, yeah. Hopefully he just gets a shot. Yeah. A- and that's going to do it for an extremely long um, show today. I think it's going to be well over a two-hour mark. But again, you know, want to thank. Long
4: show.
0: Yeah, we had two interviews. We had uh, Richard Buck from Shaker Cup. Uh, Cozy Coozy, the creator, one of the creators of that, team owner of the West Virginia Lightning, Dan Reed. We also had a special guest coming into the studio by way of Mr. Scotty White, creator of the Mopcast Network, which you can find our show on there. Uh, and in closing, I want to um, just send a shout out to a, sh- a site that is ran by a fellow West Virginian. Um, I love their content. <laughs> I love their content on the show and it, or on their site and it's um, Pro Football Talk he's also on PFT Love he's always on ESPN and, and Fox Sports and all that he's um, doing great things with his life Mike Florio from Pro Football Talk is my site that I'm plugging All right, check it out I'm sure they're going to be really active with the draft
4: well um, mine has mine has honestly absolutely nothing to do with sports <laughs> um, as to what y'all know I watch a lot of YouTube because one I have no cable um one of the uh, w- one of the channels I'm going to plug in this week would be game theory and if anybody out there is a video game fan or just like getting your mind blown uh go check these guys out they've proved that snake on um they they've they've proved that snake on what was it metal metal no, Gears, solid yeah metal Gear solid I don't know why I could not say that um it's a pothead oh they have proved that they have proved that um the whole link uh, the Legend of Zelda timeline uh-huh. and everything, and it's
0: just it, it's
4: it's crazy. Cool. It is. It it blows my mind every time I watch it. Cool,
0: cool. All right, and again, you just want to if you want to follow our show, we are on Twitter at Three Name Sports Show. You can follow myself on Twitter at Pageant Dad eighty eight. You can search for us on Podbean by searching Triple Name Sports Show on Podbean. We're also on iTunes. Just again, search Triple Name Sports Show. Also, we're featured on the Mopcast Network. Lots of great shows on the Mopcast Network, and they're working on bringing some new stuff. I know LFA Loco and myself are working on a show that we're going to bring you around July. I think is when we're going to yep. launch it. Be on the lookout right, for right, right, it.
4: Right, around the time we start our second season here at the Triple Name Sports Show.
0: Yeah, right around that time. And um, how can they find? How can the good folks at home find find you, Mister LFA Loco? Just follow me on Twitter at LFA
4: Loco ninety
0: five. And that's going to do it for us here on the Triple Nine Sports Show. Hopefully you've enjoyed today's episode. I know we had a blast creating it for you all. And uh, just go have a great weekend.